0: Tonight's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on The Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. You know it's not smart? Trading your only deep threat for a running back who looks like a poor man's version of Deion Lewis. You know what else isn't smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. Luckily, there's a smart way at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Right now, my listeners could try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. BS rated number one by employers in the US based on trust pilot rating of hiring sites with at least a thousand reviews. ZipRecruiter.com slash BS ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We're also brought to you by SeatGeek, the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, and more. We're in the SeatGeek vortex right now. NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, MLS, college football, you name it, $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. On any game or sporting event, use promo code BS. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by all of our football shows on the Ringer Podcast Network. That includes the excellent Ringer NFL show. Clark and May is taping a podcast tonight. I'm taping this on a Sunday night. GM Street comes on Monday and it goes all the way through the rest of the week till our Friday extravaganza pod, which is GM Street and Dynasty Football. A little gambling, a little fantasy, everything you want there. Try that. Also, try Dual Threat with Ryan Rossillo on Tuesdays and try Against All Odds with Cousin Out, who's coming up later in a little bit. All of those are on the Ringer Podcast Network. Speaking of podcasts, we announced Halloween Unmasked, our first like true narrative podcast. It's going to be released in October, on October 1st. You can subscribe to it right now on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Eight episodes about the last 40 years of horror movies through the thread of Halloween. Coming up, we're going to mix it up just slightly today because we have to, because it's Tiger Woods Day. And also, I didn't want to start bitching about the Pats. We're calling house, Joe House on the line, host of Shack House, host of House of Carbs. We're going to talk Tiger really quick at the top, and then we're going to call Cousin Sal, and we're going to do Guest Alliance. And I'm going to panic about the Patriots. So if you're waiting for that, it'll be about 25 minutes in. But now, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, Joe House is on the line, host of the Shack House podcast presented by Callaway. Speaking of Callaway, this segment is brought to you by the chrome saw from Callaway, the ball that changed the ball, the ball that will be used by Phil against Europe, and then he'll use it to take on Tiger on Thanksgiving. House, you're fired up for that, but you're not nearly as fired up for anything in your life, except for this Tiger Woods thing. You were calling it. You were saying it. You were clamoring for it. You wanted it. Your zipper was ready. It finally happened. The galleries following him down the 18th. Thousands of people. He's got this big ass smile on his face. House, I got emotional. I swear to God, I got emotional. I didn't start crying, but but I welled up a little bit. How about you?
1: Well, it was a goosebumps on goosebumps moment, my friend Bill Simmons. You said it all. We have been clamoring for it. We've been begging for it. We've been talking for years. I've been coming on your show with each... Moment of the last, say three years or so, where we've seen Tiger show a glimmer of, of 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 his past coming back. That there was a a pathway to restored health, and you know we kind of used this deadbeat dad analogy. You know he, he yeah. he'd show up and he'd he'd take us out for ice cream, and it would be like, oh my god, this is all good. It's all coming back, and then he'd be gone. Yeah. Well, uh, he, he wasn't he gone stuck this time. No, he, he stuck around this season, and I have to tell you, I went to bed Saturday night, and I felt pretty confident that he was going to win today. Yeah, just because of how uh, relentless his focus seemed to be, like you know, um, the expression on his face, the number of par saves, you know, he was he was executing at a very high level, and his accuracy off the tee in this particular event was uh, his very best of the entire season, like nearly something over 70% in terms of fairways hitting regulation.
0: Yeah, the two things that jumped out to me, one was just the body language, the chest puffed out, the big confident smile. He seemed very alpha doggy. This was the tiger that, I don't want to say we grew up with because we're in our late 40s, but this was the tiger... That we loved. This was the, the MJ Tiger. This was the LeBron against the Celtics Tiger that uh, just a charisma and a swagger and invincibility ability about him. I think that was the most surprising thing to see that come back. But then there was this great moment. I think it was the 18th and he just crushed that last drive, just crushed it. And him and Rory were walking and he just had this look on his face like, I'm back, baby. I can't believe it. I never thought this would happen. I'm back. Uh, it really felt like the old Tiger and it felt like the last nine years were were uh, a dream slash nightmare. I know they weren't. I know they won't. But this was the Tiger we thought we'd be getting at. What, how old is he now? 42?
1: 42. He turns 43 in December. Well, that's a great segue. You and I have been having this ongoing conversation. and I don't know if we should mention the third party in this dialogue or not. I don't want to be name dropping if it's inappropriate. Yeah, don't name drop. Uh, but is isn't he? oh, I won't say his initials even then. But but a, a, a highly esteemed and acclaimed sports fan uh, and writer joined us. And we were trying to rank this Tiger comeback in the annals of all comebacks. Mm. Where does this one rank? Because of the combination for Tiger of him being the the um, absolute very best historical figure in his sport, yeah, who uh, experienced and it's all extremely well documented a combination of, of both uh, you know psychological issues, enormous physical issues, uh, potential you know drug dependency kinds of issues. Not potential. What do you
0: mean potential? He had drug dependency issues. He admitted it. He went on the record and said, I'm addicted to stuff and I need to not do them anymore.
1: That's a great point. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) uh, and, And yet here he is all the way back. And it's not just that he went and won, you know, no offense to any of the other regular tour stops. He took all, he was, this is the top 30 over the course of 2018. The 30 best players, over the course of this year, yeah, and he just went out and and put it down on
0: him. Yeah, I would say. So when we're talking about, it, I was saying, I think the Ben the Ben Hogan car accident is still number one. He broke his back, and he had a car accident. Well, back when they had cars that I don't think you're wearing seatbelts, and you probably just go right through the front of the car, and nobody thought he was going to play again, and then he played again and succeeded. That's way up there. I think a couple readers pointed this out. Mara Lemieux coming back from Hodgkins, winning the scoring title. That was amazing. Um, Yeah. I would, would, uh, you know, it wasn't an injury, but just Ali having the four-and-a-half-year layoff and coming back to a sport where you have to be quick and fast. Not not kind of the same overcoming the odds, but just it's not a sport where you want to have a layoff. And then... Not that long. And then you have to go to, like, the Sean Livingston blowing out his knee and never thinking anyone would come back in Grand Hill, but that... Those are all like you can we come up with a million of those to come back Yeah, I, that's right. To for you know, a pantheon type guy to have a career hurricane basically and come back from it. Um just didn't seem like it was going to happen and even you know, there was maybe it was a year ago, he did or a year and a half ago, he did that long interview with somebody weird. It was like a golf magazine or remember that? Or it was Time magazine or something. It was something I where do remember we remember it, and we were like, "Why did he pick that?" And he just kind of seemed so sad and pathetic in it, you know. And it really well, seemed the, like the, like the he biography. Oh yeah, the biography didn't help either. But it just no. it just seemed like like he hated himself almost. I I don't want to speak for him, but it really seemed like he was as disappointed in himself and the way things had gone. Um He was more disappointed than all of us. So to, I I can't even imagine what that was like for him today. Not just being able to get his mojo back in the gallery and people chanting tiger. And this was a guy that, you know, really hit rock bottom in 2010 and then kept hitting rock bottom. But 2010 punchline joke, late night jokes, um, all the conspiracy stuff about what really happened that night and the embarrassing press conference. And, you know, it's just, you always expected the comeback to happen, but not the way it did today. This was the best version of it, unless it had happened at the master's.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I would say 2010, too. How about 2017, he drove his car off the road, yeah. and he was intoxicated. I mean, he had no alcohol, but you know he was under the influence of drugs. He was lucky to survive that car accident. I mean, who knows how fast he was going or any of those True. things. And, and, and properly was put under arrest for that. He's a father of two young children. I was mad at him uh, last summer when, when that whole thing went down. And, you know, to, to to sit here today and have the conversation that we're having, part of the thing that I think is going to be incredible over the next couple of days is the outpouring. I mean, we've seen it already in the social media and the television and everything. Yeah. There's just, he, he has become an incredibly sympathetic figure. I'd be interested in somebody like, like koesterman you know, to hear his kind of take on how it is that, that the, he be, the, the redemption story where it came from. I mean, part of it for sure has to do with like the American comeback. We always love an underdog and somehow along the way, Tiger became an underdog. Yeah. We don't,
0: we don't need Closterman. People love comebacks. (laughs) To me, this is like, this is no different than Ben Affleck. Not not, Tiger is better at his sport than Ben Affleck was in his field, but same kind of mechanics, Wait, is, right?
1: Is, did Ben Affleck come back? No, I'm talking, in, in no I'm,
0: I'm talking the first time. This is We haven't even oh. had the second Ben Affleck comeback yet, but <laughs> he has G Lee, he has J-Lo, um, all that stuff, and just hits rock bottom by 2007, 2008, and then has this five-year comeback leading to winning the Oscar and becoming Batman. But he hit a point where he went from punching bag to people rooting for him. And that's that's- an American story. We build stars to break them down and then build them back up again. That's what we do. The Tiger thing, I think, has a different element to it because golf was just never the same since he disappeared. And when they were talking about this year at the Open, it was a 10-year anniversary of him winning the U.S. Open on the torn ACL. 10 years is a long time. I mean, even they said today it was 18 hundred and seventy six days since the last time he won a tournament, and I was like i was I was trying to count it in my head how long ago that was and then they uh, said it was I mean, August 2013 and I'm thinking like August 2013 okay, I Grantland's two years old um my my son is is not even six yet, and we're worried that like he might need a helmet or something. he's just insane um just the, all the ways your life changes over the course of five years. And, uh, and, and now he's back. And now, now he's back even better at the perfect time for him to be back because we have Ryder cup next week. And then we have this crazy tour schedule next year where it goes basically April, May, June, July, the four majors. If he can keep the house, if he can keep this going for eight, nine more months, I forgot to mention the Mickelson thing on Thanksgiving, but all he needs to do is stay hot for another year and just more good things are going to happen. So give me the counter case. Well, I, Why can't that happen?
1: No, the only reason it couldn't happen is because of the health. I and, mean, but he looks incredible. I mean, he looks the thing to me that, that, um, over the last like two months, uh, as you sort of watch him on television, that's striking is how skinny he is. Yeah. And he said, um, today that he can't run anymore. So I just, I don't know what he's doing in terms of this uh fitness, careful house uh, careful house No 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 okay. no I'm, no, not, I'm not, going not ready I'm not near I have
0: my guard think. up careful please careful No no okay. Look, this
1: is going to be I uh, Tiger's on the throne today and I'm on my knees I mean okay. I'm not me too. I, you're not going to hear me say anything bad I'm genuflecting Yeah in front of the goat that's what that's what I'm about to do Yeah I, I I I'm just saying uh you know if you're trying to anticipate how his health might go over the next handful of months like we had lots and lots of validation that that um, he can survive these these rounds under a whole variety of conditions you don't see him wincing anymore yeah uh, you see him taking pretty aggressive swings all the way through um, the, 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 the entirety of, of his uh, uh, you know four rounds in an event and that, that the health is the thing that I would be worried about and he had a really smart approach game plan, his schedule this season. I hope he replicates that. I hope everybody, you know, in his um, team and and in his walk of life, gives him the good advice and good counsel, and maybe he'll be making his own decisions about this. That you know, like an eighteen-event kind of schedule is, is a really good number of events. I hope nobody gets crazy and and thinks that he ought to be flying off to Dubai and you yeah, know. Yeah, I off don't think he's.
0: China and yeah, stuff. he's not doing that anymore. There's there's too much more money at stake for him when he's succeeding on the PGA tour, you know, like I, you got to pass something so. to buy a paycheck because he, he, I'm sure he's going to get more sponsors over the next couple of weeks and all that stuff.
1: Oh, I, it's, it's going to be insane. I'm interested in seeing what the overnight number, I mean, I want to wake up tomorrow morning and see how like, you know, at five o'clock yeah. on Sunday, what number NBC got um, for that broadcast. One of the things I, I'll just do a quick shout out. NBC uh, and its partners on this particular broadcast, Coke and the Southern Company, um, had this deal where for this tournament they show the final nine holes without commercials.
2: Yeah, it was so cool. Ha- what
1: great what great luck was this for today to be watching Tiger's back nine without commercials? Holy s!
0: It also is one of the cooler courses. I love that hole. I think it's the what's the hole that is basically the three story building around the green. Is that seventeen?
1: That's that's 15. It's a par three. Yeah. it's hard as a, 15. It's hard as a mother. Um, I've been lucky enough to play down there a few times. It's a very cool course. It's the cor- course that, that uh, Bobby Jones kind of grew up playing. So yeah. it's got all this history to it. Super cool.
0: I like that little building. I have one more theory on Tiger. And this is something I think I've talked about on the podcast before. I have a lot of thoughts on bad backs because oh. I had a bad back and I had a herniated disc. And I have like a little compressed fracture and all that stuff um, somewhere in there. And what you learn as you research backs, I ended up not getting the surgery in 04. I think Tiger did get the surgery, but what you learn about backs, the more you learn is that um, a lot of people have messed up backs to varying degrees. And the things that can tip it are, you know, poor habits. Like if you're sitting at your desk too lo- too long and or you're not stretching or stuff like that. But then the bigger one is stress. And there is this wow. book that Dr. John Sarno wrote that, uh, Howard Stern, actually, th- I found out about it from the Howard Stern show. Cause Stern was a big fan of this book. And it was all about like how, how much of, uh, a back issue like was mental and stress. And if you're not in a happy place and you have all these things that are piling up, that's kind of the tipping point for your back sometimes. And that's what happened to me. I was at Jimmy Kimmel show and I was also trying to write my column. We just moved to LA. My wife hadn't made a lot of friends yet. I had all these things piling up. And of course my back goes out. And you'd think like, well, he's never, and I ended up playing basketball in my forties. Like my back was fine. I am convinced it was stress. And I, th- I look at the tiger situation and I know he's structurally messed up and whatever. But I also think like when you're happier, your body feels better, and you watch him like with the swagger and stuff, and it's like his back's probably the same it was last year. he just feels better, and he you know he's moving better, and when you don't have that constant anchor over you maybe maybe that's part of this I don't know, just a theory
1: no i I like it i mean you you're literally carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders and on your back i I totally get that i and mean it's not even, not even not at- even
0: not even career stuff it's also like. I, he has an ex-wife and she probably isn't a huge fan of his. And he broke up with his girlfriend a year ago and his kids probably are old enough now that they can Google him. And God knows what kind of shit that guy is, is running through his brain. And I'm sure it affected him.
1: Oh, undoubtedly. I mean, the, the one intervening event that's occurred for him physically as it relates to the back is this fusion surgery. Yep. And it seems like he finally got like a diagnosis that, that, made the most sense for him and get put him in the best position. And then the last time you and I talked about this uh, last couple of weeks about Tiger, one of the things that that seemed to be going on over the course of this season was him sort of rediscovering his physical capacity. What can I do? You know, I'm I'm inside kind of a new body here. How, how far down can I push the pedal? And you know, what am I sort of capable of? It's part of the, why, I think over the course of the season, and we talked about this a little bit, he seemed to be playing a pretty conservative game. It's, he was, you know, and he he made he wanted to make cuts so he could play four rounds in each of the events that he entered. He only missed two cuts the whole season. Yeah, and you know, the, it's it's clear that that over the course of the season, with t- today as the culmination, that getting in those reps was crucial, and him kind of rediscovering what he was all about was crucial and him getting comfortable again hitting a driver off the tee was crucial because he kicked everybody's ass in that regard. He was awesome off the tee, and then he putted better than everybody uh, with his old trusty Scotty Cameron, 14 majors on that thing.
0: He was doing the follow the putt to the green a couple of times today, which I loved. Yeah, the fusion surgery, some people have had that, and it hasn't gotten better. And other people have it, and it does get better. I also think we should mention – and if you read the 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 book that came out last year or earlier this year about him he's got an incredible pain tolerance so he might not even be out of the woods I think his back was obviously so bad he you know earlier that he couldn't even he couldn't overcome it but this is a guy I don't need to go through all the injuries he's had but he's his knee was deteriorating for you know the first fifteen years of his career and that that's the then- to me that's more shocking than the back because when you read about the stuff that's happened to his knee, the the state that his knee is in, that he shouldn't be able to come back from. The back thing, I, I can see it coming and going, and Pilates, and you have the surgery, and you have less stress in your life. But your knee is kind of once it goes, it goes. There's no coming back from it, and it, you never hear about it.
2: Well,
1: it does look like he's he, he's walking slightly affected, and I don't know whether it's the back or or the knee, but yeah, he's definitely uh, got a gait. Yeah, yeah, he has a. That's right. I I don't care. I just want him healthy. Because listen to the, we talked a little bit about what the future holds. Yeah. Obviously, it, it, this was yesterday. He was installed as the favorite to win the Masters next year. Oh my year. god, that's crazy. And that's you crazy. know w- w- one of the things you and I observed. I wonder. Uh, we we heard one or two each other. Is is Augusta too hard for Tiger? It it may have been with the game that he showed up with in April, the first week of April, uh, 2018. But you know, if he's in, in anywhere near the condition that he's in right now with the kind of accuracy and the confidence that he has, I, I think he'll be up to the challenge, but listen to where the next two majors are after that. Mm. The, the PGA championship is competed in May in yep. 2019. They're going to best page, New York, New York's best. Do you think that that crowd will have some Tiger love? Will be prepared to go crazy for Tiger? Mm. If there's any possibility at all. And then, and then it goes from there. The U.S. Open next year, Pebble Beach.
2: He loves
0: Pebble
1: Beach. How about all the history there? I mean, it's really time for us to start thinking about, and it's just because I'm feeling greedy in the moment. We had all, you know, five years since the last win uh, on tour, Next year, it'll be 11 years since his last major win. Mm. But why can't we start talking about how many more majors he has in him?
0: Yeah. Well, and then you left out the uh, the British Open, now called the Open Championship or whatever the fuck they decided. That's in Ireland.
1: I know, right? And you know,
0: you know who loves Tiger? A bunch of drunk Irish people. <laughs> oh, he's fine. Stop giving <laughs> Tiger so much crap. I can make these jokes. I'm 25% Irish. Um, oh, yeah, they'll was, be rooting for the, him too. That accent
1: was terrible. Yeah, yeah the, the that was, was like that sounded he, like
0: Bono crossed with uh, the 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 <laughs> Mike Myers' dad and so he married an ex-burger. Um Yeah, so listen, he's the majors is the next piece of this. This was great. Yeah, this was awesome. It was so nice to have him back. But now that he's got the Tiger Tiger swagger back, now that he's got a little something something going on, now now we're talking. Now he needs a major. And we were there at the Masters and we we were there for at least the first day, but then watched it on TV and he could never it always felt like he was like one hole away from getting it going and it was just like, oh, that putt didn't go in or that drive hit the he wrong. Yeah, he just he couldn't get it.
1: No. He didn't have the 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 short game. His wedges betrayed him. But it was so early in But he, was, he I mean,
0: lingered though. And then it got to the yeah. o, to the US Open and you know, he, he was lingering and you were calling it. You were saying on the podcast all year, you were talking about like daily fantasy and gambling stuff. And you were like, I think Tiger's in the mix here. And I went from thinking like, oh my God, you're just in the bag for Tiger too. You were right. <laughs> well, played, yeah. Tiger played really well for, you know, five, six months there. He was lingering and he was around and he was in the mix and he wasn't even playing yeah. that many tournaments.
1: No, it got real on that Sunday at the Open Championship uh, yeah. when he was he held the lead standing on the tee at the 11th hole.
2: Yeah. And I mean, he that, did a that's shit drive. Real. Yeah,
0: yeah. But he was yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, are you okay with, uh, with Justin Rose, winning the FedEx, whatever the fuck it's called.
1: <laughs> yes. The PGA tour really appreciate you, uh, uh, calling it that, um, that's what it's called, sure, right? Yeah. The
0: FedEx, whatever the fuck it is. That's, yeah. is that the name of the trophy?
1: <laughs> It's the FedEx. WTF? Yes, it is. Uh, there, there you go. You, you just gave it. It's been in search of a brand identity. You, that is among the many talents you possess, Bill Simmons. Can you Congrats name? A, can one.
0: you name the last five winners of it? Start date, going back to 2013.
1: I can name like a handful of them because yeah. I know like Rory won it. And yeah, I know yeah. nobody knows. Won it and nobody George remembers. Won it. I mean, you know, it's awesome. Uh, Bill Haas backed into it.
0: You know, people remember majors.
1: Well, you know who remembers the players because they get a ten million dollar check. When yeah, they, they remember
0: it. that part. They remember cashing they remember the ten million part. dollar check. It'd be great. The,
1: the idea isn't isn't crazy. They try and create a, a system by which to reward guys that have been consistent over the entire season, and and you know they've tried to come up with a way to um, you know give a little bit of uh, extra recognition for players that um, you know have have done particularly well. So I like are you, you end up in the top 30 and then once you know you, you have these points and you can work your way into possibly winning uh the 10 million dollar check if you win the tournament so like a, a name way off the the, uh, the 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 board coming into yesterday uh Billy Horschel shot a great round today 65 I think uh, and you know all of a sudden he had a chance to win the 10 million bucks and he's won it before but you know it's it, it is it's a so they're trying to find that balance between, on the one hand, recognizing great uh, performance over the course of a season, and on the other hand, letting the guy that wins the tournament have a great chance at winning the ten million bucks. It's also a huge purse, though, for this thing. I think Tiger won almost two million bucks uh, today, maybe over two million bucks.
0: You know what they should call uh, the FedEx Cup? The ten million dollar check. Yeah, I wouldn't even the FedEx ten million dollar check. That's what I would name it.
1: Okay. The race for the check. <laughs>
0: you don't like that idea? It's fine. The announcer, make it. the announcer should say, oh, he's leading the FedEx $10 million check. They should just remind everybody that $10 million is at stake. Not that I, I really care. I don't
1: remember where I saw it. Somebody wrote, tweeted uh, uh, that that at some point they need to just show up with a wheelbarrow filled up with, with hundreds. I need to, oh, need it to be, be, let the people see. Yeah. It
0: should be like World Series of Poker. They should just have yeah. the $10 million in bags.
1: That'd right. be great.
0: What a great idea.
1: Yeah. Ne- next year it's 15 million, but that just means a bigger wheelbarrow.
0: House, we're going to the masters and we're going to the U S open and it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm just telling
2: you, uh, I, haven't,
1: be I awesome. haven't even, I haven't
0: even told Callaway yet. I'm, I'm not positive. We even have a whole plan, but we're going <laughs> Callaway, You're sending us. <laughs> We love you. I mean, you understand.
1: We... I, I'm still in the in the refractory period. I, I'm still recovering over here. I don't. I have to get it all worked up again. I know. You're, you're really. You're, this is an, a very exciting uh, uh, next year we have in front of us. Let's knock on wood. Let's, I'm hitting myself in the head right now. I. Re- we need all the forces to to come together because this this moment where. The tiger is at the peak of his powers, and he's showing all the young guns what it's like. Yeah. Walk alongside Tiger. you see Rory today? By the way, yeah, he was, Rory was you know he I he was in high school when Tiger was at the height of his powers. He shot seventy four today alongside the goat.
0: Yeah, well, that's you saw it when uh, during MJ's Wizards run. That was actually a little more entertaining <laughs> than I think people remember. But on the days MJ had it going, he melted everyone in the crowd and everyone on the court. Everyone was so excited yes. to kind of be on the court as MJ was feeling it, and Tiger felt it for the whole weekend. All right, we got to go. We got to get got to get to uh, the football. Maybe I'll let you back you got on football. Uh, maybe I'll let Best you back on luck. Friday, rolling This week, you're a mush. Um,
1: if, if, it, if the Bucks pull it out, it'll be a two in one week. Right. Know, uh, just, just so people know, all I did was take your picks from Friday. I listened to your podcast and I gave them back out as mine. Uh, so I thought that would be funny. I Appreciate that.
0: Uh, yeah. All right, House, uh, Shaq Good House. Times. Shaq House, House of Carbs, subscribe oh, to yeah, both. Oh, well, how
1: about this? The Shaq, the Shaq Ryder Cup preview show Tuesday. Ooh. Me and Jeff Shaq, Shack is in Paris mm. as we speak. So we're going to convene. We're going to talk about, now, The I don't know about the U.S. fortunes. I'm looking for some value. I want to bet on something, Bill. The, wow. the bottom four guys in this event uh, at, at uh, East Lake, Eastlake, we're, we're all American guys on the Ryder Cup, but I guess that it doesn't matter.
0: I look forward to wagering on whatever you tell me to, because you've been red hot this whole season. House, talk to you soon. Oh, thank you. Talk to you soon. Talk to
2: you. All right. Bye, 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 bye.
0: Before we get to Sal, you've heard me talk me undies a million times. Why am I actually so obsessed with them? It's simple. When I wake up in the morning all groggy, I actually get excited to go to my underwear drawer and pick out which undies I want to wear for the day. I actually think about the colors, the prints. There's these... Purple ones that remind me of the Lakers that I like to wear someday when I know I'm going to get nice and sweaty, I can sweat on the purple ones. Um, I wear them every day. People make fun of me and my family. Basically everyone is like, what would I do without MeUndies? They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're not into them, you can send them back for a full refund. Are you ready to give them a try? Guess what? You're in luck. MeUndies just launched a brand new membership that lets you gain access to exclusive prints. Take advantage of special member pricing. And level up your top drawer with new indies, undies every each month to get your 15% off your first pair of free shipping, a 100% satisfaction guarantee, and something common in common with me, because all I do is wear me undies. Go to MeUndies.com slash BS. That is MeUndies.com slash BS. All right, the cuz is on the line. All right, on the line. Usually he leads off this uh, first of the week podcast, but Tiger Woods. You know, he hadn't won in five years. We had to talk about Tiger first. Now he's here. Now you can gloat about the fall of the Patriots dynasty. You did your best, Cousin Sal, to jinx it all week. They're going to win. You made it one of your best bets. Let's throw them in every tease. There was a voice crying in the wilderness, which was me, which was like, I don't know. This game makes me a little nervous. No, you're fine. The Cheecher, by 17. I know you enjoyed this tonight, Sal. I know you did. Don't lie to me.
3: Well, I, I don't know how much someone who lost having thousands of dollars on the Patriots today could enjoy it, but um uh you know, I didn't enjoy it. What do you mean did I enjoy it? Right, I, I lost everything and then I tied it to the Patriots tonight and
0: uh Oh no and
3: it, you guys went down in flames. Yeah. I had everything tied to the Patriots tonight. I bought everything you were talking about. And by the way, I have been put up by a lot of people to give you a lot of shit for this for this loss, especially this loss because you've been going off on Matt Patricia for months yeah, and I bought into it and I just figured that Belichick is going to, you know, he was embarrassed in the Super Bowl. He was embarrassed last week against the Jaguars. Mm. They, they got their comeuppance and I figured one of these times he's going to want to step it up and uh, wasn't tonight though.
0: It wasn't what tonight. Happened? I'm not even sure Matt Patricia did that much. If anything, like I couldn't believe they didn't go for it on fourth and inches. I couldn't believe they were at the, on the first drive. I couldn't believe that they were only up 10 at halftime. And it had yeah. all the makings of, after the terrible Stafford interception, and all the makings of the Patriots' comeback. Then Stafford made that one nice throw on that third down that Collinsworth pointed out and went right over the guy's head. It was perfect. And then that was it. The Patriots never did anything again. I was, stri- I was tweeting about it during the game and trying not to have a freak out. It's really alarming how few kind of impact guys the Pats have now where you, you know, you watch like, like we, Nifika and I watched Rams chargers today, the Rams, there's like 20 guys like, Oh, that guy. Oh, there's that guy. And they just, they have stars all over the place. And then you watch this Pats team and it's like, where are the stars? Where, where are they? Is, do do we have anybody? It just seems like they're weak. So I think I don't want to panic about the Pats in September, but I got to admit, I'm a little panicked. I don't, I, from a talent standpoint, this looks to be their weakest roster since '06. It really
2: does.
3: Well, yeah. Defensively, if you look at pro fo- focus, football focus, like they were supposed to be, they were supposed to be at least on par or in the top ten. So I don't know what happened. And also, by the way, they gave up thirteen points at half. I know they weren't putting any pressure on Stafford or anything, but thirteen points at half—you should have more than three. It should be closer than that, yeah. especially since been, since the Jets ran for one sixty-nine on them, and then Breda and the and the Niners ran. I don't know. I think 185 or something total uh, against them uh, last week. You should have been able to run your offense the way you wanted it to. The problem is, I think you missed Deion Lewis a lot more than you had thought you would. Right? Like what oh player? God. What offensive player have you missed more than Deion Lewis in the last few years?
0: I look. There's many excuses to be thrown around for how bad the Pats have looked through the last first three weeks. I I'm stunned by how ineffective Sony Michelle is. I don't know if he's yeah. hurt. I don't know if they missed on the pick. I don't know what happened, but they traded Brandon Cooks for him. That was that was uh-huh. basically the trade, and they have no deep threat anymore. Brandon Cooks has looked pretty good on the Rams. I got to say they didn't want to pay Brandon Cooks. They didn't want to pay Dan Lewis. They didn't want to pay Danny Amendola, and now you have all these guys in a situation when you're down ten that just haven't been in that situation before. They, I thought, I thought Michelle was particularly bad tonight, and there there was one time he kind of screwed up a screen pass with Brady and Brady like death stared him. And, uh, you know, the announcers let it go. I was surprised they didn't pick it up. But it just, he doesn't seem comfortable. We, especially when you're watching the rookie and the Lions who look so much better than him, um, who was picked, I don't it, know. Yeah. No, the, uh, the running back, oh. Johnson. Um, oh, I'll carry
3: on Johnson. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then you see yeah, the I guy. dropped
3: him in like four leagues this week, <laughs> I know. by the way. There
0: was a lot of fantasy <laughs> drops. Like Jordy Nelson was another one. These guys uh, that got- Jettisoned, who um, ended up being great. But, um, right. but I think they thought Sonny Michelle was going to be the better version of Deion Lewis. So far, he's been worse. The other receivers mm-hmm. don't get open. You know, Collinsworth was good about pointing out all the coverage sacks. They don't have a left tackle um, that I trust. And then on defense, just not a lot of impact guys anymore. The defense didn't kill them today, but it, it certainly didn't help that the Lions were on the field basically the whole game. And, and then, you know, last but not least... The story came out about Gronk that they that they tried to trade him in April and he threatened to retire, whatever Schefter reported. But that, that makes me nervous because Belichick has been the master of cutting the cord a year or two years too early over a year or two years too late. And yeah. if he was going to cut the cord with Gronkowski in April and the deal fell through for whatever reason, then he's... then he saw something and Gronk certainly has not been an impact guy these first three weeks. He's getting double teamed a lot, but well, um,
3: it's hard to tell what's going on with Gronk, but that story cannot come out because he's like a child. And that's like telling your kid, Hey, you were adopted and not waiting for the right (laughs) age. You know, he's not 15 yet or whatever you want to tell him, because who knows what he's going to do with that information. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't understand the numbers of it. I do see on the replays that he's double covered and he's getting jammed at the line. But then like door said is double covered too. one of these guys has to be open. This doesn't make any sense at all that nobody's open. And maybe it'll be easier when Josh Gordon spreads the field next week, I guess. He's coming back and then Edelman in two weeks. Um but Brady does have that Danny Glover. I'm getting too old for this shit. Look. He does uh, more more often than not. Um it's been the last couple of weeks, I think.
0: It's September. You and I always swear never to judge really judge a football team that we think has a chance to do anything until November. Um, right. with all of that said, it just looks like from a talent standpoint, this is a pretty weak team. Now, no six, they were pretty weak on talent that year too. They had more talent than they do this year, but that team mm-hmm. literally almost made the Super Bowl. So they, there's a little bit of a trusty infrastructure piece of it. This, they have to say they're also in a terrible division. Miami is three and oh yeah. and, uh, I don't know how they're 3-0. and They've certainly, they played Tennessee, the, that weird hurricane game. They played the uh-huh. Jets. And then today they played Gruden and the Raiders. So we were saying before the year, we did our podcast and we were trying to figure out who was going to be the how the hell they are 4-0 and team. And this was one of the candidates. We looked at their schedule. We're like, wow, that is a really easy first couple of weeks before they get to that Patriot game. Yeah.
3: I pick up. Miami every year, every year. They, they come back to bite me in the ass. And then of course this is a the year they're good or whatever they're playing. I have to say they look a little faster than they typically do. I don't yes. know if this Albert Wilson, Kiko Alonzo on defense is, is lighting it up. They do look faster. They're gelling
0: better chemistry. I, I
3: think Tannehill will fall apart, but I think for a pay, from the Patriots standpoint, you, you can win 10, 11, 12 games still, but what are you going to do against the chiefs?
0: Well, got stop this team the thing is you gotta ultimately you have to have a hook you have to have that one thing you're really good at you know mm-hmm. and last year at least the Patriots you knew that they could go two minute and that he could move the ball against anybody no matter what the situation right. was now Amendola's gone Deion Lewis mm-hmm. is gone Gronk just isn't the same guy I mean I, I still think he's a very good tight end, but man, go back and watch Gronk from 2010, 2011, 2012. The guy was a wrecking machine. He's not a wrecking machine anymore. He's still well, he's a very good my tight end. Fantasy team, that's for sure. <laughs> well, it's how still about a wrecking machine? In that so regard. I picked up Fitzpatrick because I, I I have four QBs. Not to talk about fantasy league. This is, I swear huh. this story I have a point. But I have Jared Goff, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Philip Rivers, and Tom Brady, and I ended up starting Tom Brady, who had like eight points. And had yeah. all, like Goff had like 29, but you know, even going into this game, I'm like, oh, they'll, we'll be fine. He'll figure it out. He'll spread it right. around. And then you're watching the game, and it's like, man, who's who's going to throw to? Like Dorsett just doesn't get open. And I, I think no. one of the things that happened, unfortunately for for Pat's fans, nobody feels bad for us. We won five Super Bowls, but the Houston game really threw people off the scent. I think I left that Houston game thinking. Oh man, we're this defense is much better than last year, and oh, this is Dorsett's going to be—he's—he's he's like a faster DM branch. And sure, it turns out Houston is atrocious. And, and no, yeah,
3: Deshaun Watson's not found his footing at all. This is no, yeah, and the, that and that they're poorly been.
0: coached. And JJ Watt, I'm not sure he's an impact guy anymore. And Clowney—well, he had
3: three sacks today, but um, oh, he had three sacks I don't know today. About the, the rest of that defense, what's that?
0: I didn't see the game. He had three sacks he today? He had three sacks All
3: today. Right, J.J. Watt's I back.
2: Defense, I take it back. They,
3: <laughs> they had four overall, but no, But Eli was 25 for 29 today. And that, like he, he connected with everybody with no name receivers you've never, ever, ever heard of. You wouldn't pick up in six weeks in fantasy. Mm. So, yeah, that's, there's nothing special about that team anymore, that Texans team.
0: I, I'm going to tell you why I didn't see that game when we get to Parent Corner much later All on right. this podcast. Give me your top okay. three in the AFC right now. Are the Pats still in your top three?
3: Yeah, I'm going to keep them in my top three. Only oh, because really? the AFC North hasn't sorted itself out. In fact, we think we cornered the market having Cincinnati and Cleveland winning the North. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Um, the Jaguars, we made a bet this morning that the Jaguars, the Rams, who and was the, the third?
0: And then the Pats, minus 109. Oh,
3: Jesus, the Pats. And the Jags,
0: Jags took a shit against Tennessee. I didn't see that game either. Nine to
2: six final. Huh?
3: It's just like they kept waiting. I don't know. Gabbert's out. Uh, you don't even know who you're rooting for anymore to play quarterback for Tennessee if you're the other team. you know. And then Mariota's in, and Mariota runs for as many yards as any running back they have and throws for a touchdown. He has a typical Mariota game, and uh, the Jags didn't score. I mean, did these teams get up for the Patriots and nobody else it seems like. By the way,
0: kudos to the Titans. They're 2-1. They don't and have a quarterback. They've gotten like yeah. just a goose egg from that position. They certainly have I would say a top five or six quarterback crew right now. I mean, it really all starts and ends with Trubisky. We'll get to him when we talk about the Bears. Oh, oh man. man, poor the Bears fans. I that it, it's like it's bad enough they traded up for Trubisky when they probably didn't have to, but then Mahomes goes ten picks later, and he's like the Messiah. Mahomes he's is the best quarterback right? I've ever seen in my life. It's like, he's like Aaron Rodgers crossed with Johnny Menzel in college, crossed with nine other Brett Favre. What the hell is going and, on?
3: And he's smart too. And he whips around in the pocket and it's then like amazing. finds a screen. He'll find Kelsey like on a lateral screen, like just new plays every week. It's incredible with this guy and they get ahead. And it seems like that team has to get ahead to keep these leads. Yes. Cause that defense breaks down eventually. And we know Andy Reid breaks down in the last two minutes. So yeah, if he could put up big numbers, Um,
0: they're going to go far for sure. That, that game had all the makings. And then tragically, uh, Jimmy G goes down torn ACL. I think if, if we had done a captain Morgan's, um, make believe casino for who gets hurt in 2018 first, Tom Brady or, or Garoppolo, I think Brady would have been like a minus 500 favor,
2: right?
3: Right, which is why I thought the Patriots, I was even more confident in the bet tonight because I thought they had the mojo. I was like, well, this is a sad thing with Jimmy G, but Pats win again.
2: This is right, and now it's
0: like, look at Brady's still chugging along and Jimmy's gone. Yeah, and a
3: so, weird thing too. Like he posted his foot, he was out of bounds, and then got hit. It was very strange.
0: There was, the Rams were minus 650 this morning to win the NFC West, and we threw uh-huh. them in a parlay with the Pats and Jags, and we did another one with the Pats and the Browns. Meanwhile, the Rams minus 650 will probably never come along again in our lifetime as a no. safer, easier bet. <laughs> it's like that's the equivalent of having the 2007 Pats after like four weeks in the AFC East or something. The Rams were already going to run away with that division, and then Jimmy G gets hurt. Arizona mm-hmm. is, a, is a disaster. They, they benched yep. Sam Bradford with five minutes left um, to play Josh Rosen, and it was basically the opposite of what happened with Baker Mayfield on Thursday night. Um, Mm -hmm. they're terrible. Seattle looks like they're just trying to get through that. Like Earl Thomas is making game deciding turnovers. Like they just jogging around. Like he can't wait to get traded. Like that team is just a complete mess. The Rams might. Yeah.
3: They'll win at home and then they'll, they'll, they won't surprise too many teams this year.
0: Would you have the Rams versus everyone else in that division? I'll give you Rams plus two you get all the other teams their win totals combined oh. who would you take
3: uh okay Arizona 3 and 13 Yeah, Seattle 7 and 9 10, uh, and uh wait who am San i missing San Francisco San Francisco
0: I mean do they, do those three add up Four. to 14 wins
3: 14 to well that's that's pretty close
0: right the rams the Rams are going to go fourteen and two or fifteen and one unless they just have injuries yeah. or something. That team you don't is believe in CJ
3: Beathard. He no. might be better than any, anything Arizona has.
0: <laughs> I don't. You know who I believe in? Tyrod Taylor. I think yeah. somebody should trade for him because he's never going to play again in Cleveland. He should get yep. traded. And and Mike Lennon either should start over Mitch Trubisky or get traded, or Tyrod Taylor should get traded to the Bears. I don't know what the Bears do with Trubisky because I think the Bears. If you remove everybody else, but the quarter, if you remove the quarterback and just, you're talking everybody else, I think they have one of like the six best rosters in the league. I'm like really impressed by how much talent they have. They have so much more talent than the Patriots do. And then Trubisky is like the great equalizer. It's unbelievable.
3: Well, I think Khalil Mack, I don't know what he's planning on getting Khalil Mack for Christmas, but that guy saved his life. I mean, he's going to make turnovers. He's going to put them in position. They're going to, they're going to have good field position all the time. Mitch Trubisky is very lucky to be on that team for a young quarterback. That's the best. That's the best. I mean, Goff. Who has it better, Trubisky or Goff? In terms of uh, what what their surroundings, Goff at
0: least makes plays. Like Goff was yeah. really good today in that Chargers game. That Chargers no, game. Good. I'm
3: not comparing their talent. Yeah. No, but no, saying, I know what you like, mean. These, these young guys get stuck with. You know, they get you know, Garoppolo doesn't have a lot of playmakers. Brady's you know, coming on, I guess. But uh, but yeah, typically you don't get you don't get that kind of uh, juice around you.
0: I've watched, I think I've watched all three Bears games. It's shocking how many guys are open. It's shocking how good their running backs are, considering that everybody knows their quarterback basically can't throw the ball straight. I mean, the thing with him is, as long as it happens within the first two and a half seconds, he's fine. So if he drops back to the pass and he's immediately thrown to somebody, it's great. As soon as something breaks down or gets chaotic or he has to audible or ad lib, it's a disaster. And yeah. I it, I just don't feel like he has much of a feel for that position, which is a weird thing to say. It, it it's almost like watching Sony Michelle play running back, actually, where <laughs> and I don't know if Sony Michelle might be hurt. And if it turns out he's hurt, I feel bad. But you watch Sony Michelle and it looks like he's a converted D back who just started playing running back last week. I know he was great in college, but yeah, man, it's like he has no feel for screen passes and he gets hit by the first tackler every single time and uh, I feel the same way about Trubisky, but that's I
3: think SEC football, all these guys fail. But man, you—it's No, it, it's weird. And Trubisky, he I mean, what did he have? He had 220 and an interception. And he's bad that's, though.
0: He, they, I think they,
3: that's good enough to win some of these games. Well, the way they he plays, the way the Bears play. Yeah, if, yeah. if
0: if if Sam Bradford, you know, didn't stink, he, the Kaepernick, the the Kaepernick case, all they have to do is just show Bradford highlights and just be like the defense right. rests. Yeah. <laughs> this is Sam Bradford. He keeps getting started jobs <laughs> and he keeps getting paid. The defense rests. Right. That's um,
3: it. But you the know The Bears what? were 14 to 10. I was going to text you and then I was like, I've done enough damage with you <laughs> and uh, and I, I'm on a cold streak. But the Bears were down 14 to 10 with yeah. the ball and they were minus 160. Mm. And I jumped on it. It was my only win of the day. Oh, I great. jumped on it. I was like, Arizona's not scoring another point, right? I mean. Uh, Con- the, the, well, the
0: congratulations was- on that. I, I was <laughs> stunned. You. The Fox crew, for some reason, was treating the Bradford benching like Tom Brady had gotten benched. They kept cutting away to him. It's like, guys, we get it. Sam Bradford sucks. Like you can stop showing him. Show other people. Uh, Before we go to a break, I want to say quickly, the NFC North. You know, I usually it's two weeks when you start to have a field. This week, for whatever reason, it's been three weeks, and we didn't talk about the Minnesota losing to Buffalo and killing every eliminator pool, every ten point tease. I picked them to win straight up on this podcast on Friday all the all the ramifications of that but then you right. go backwards and you're like oh okay so Minnesota played Green Bay in week 1 or week 2 and it was a tie and we thought that was a really good game but now Green Bay just lost to Washington it's like oh, oh all these teams aren't very good <laughs> like it's yeah, like, no it's like this voila moment where it took us 3 weeks to realize Minnesota's not that good
3: I don't know if anyone's not good, or if they're just no one's prepared for this season yet. It just seems like all these teams are ill prepared because they they were good. These are playoff teams. A lot of them we're talking about, and they're just not ready for football this year. Uh, You know, Green Bay could be zero and three. Chicago could be three and zero. Miami's three and zero. Philly could be zero and three. Cleveland could be three and zero. It's weird the way this all goes on. Houston is zero and three. I haven't seen anything like I don't remember anything like this, and I definitely. Well, we'll get to the lines, but boy, do I have a three-team teaser in store for you.
0: Oh my God. Fresh <laughs> off to, you getting your ass kicked. yeah. So, get it all back. <laughs> so Minnesota plays San Francisco in week one. Yeah. They, they're they at Green Bay week two and then Buffalo today. And right. at some point between week two and, and about uh, the second quarter of that week three game, it's like, oh yeah, it's ridiculous that they were favored by 16 and a half points over everybody. It did not seem ridiculous on Friday. It was more of a pick against Buffalo. But mm-hmm. I think, I just don't think there's a lot of good teams. And I know we, we do this every year, but it, the Rams really jump out to me. I think the Chiefs offense, the Rams- uh, I think the NFC South is good, and you know they're, they, they, Atlanta and New Orleans had to play each other. I think New Orleans is better than Atlanta, but I think New Orleans is good. I, I think we go backwards, and you go, well, Week One, New Orleans is playing is playing uh, Tampa, and they uh-huh. give up forty eight points, and it seems crazy. But then Tampa does it again the next week, and Tampa is clearly better than people think. Then Week Two, they almost lose to the Browns.
2: Yeah,
0: it's like actually the Browns have a lot of talent. Like that's not crazy. And then they have this character win today in overtime in Atlanta. And I think new Orleans is fine. I would have them in my top five, but
3: I'll I think t- the only three teams you could definitively say anything about are the Rams and chiefs are very good or excellent somewhere there. Yeah. And the Arizona Cardinals suck. And then everybody else, I don't know, you know, they could, they can win between, uh, three and 11 games.
0: And Yeah. That's a good one.
3: I I don't know. I don't know who else you throw in there.
0: Let's say I need to merit on that. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Let's talk about FanDuel football season underway. I'm sure you have major regrets about your season long fantasy teams. Sometimes it can be over by the end of September and you feel bad about yourself. I actually feel pretty good about my fantasy leagues right now. That hasn't stopped me from playing Deli Fantasy. You know what I feel bad about though? I was, in the, I was in the FanDuel uh, Eliminator Contest. I took Minnesota this week, like the rest of the country. So so long, FanDuel Elimination Contest. That was the Eliminator, whatever they called it. Uh, but at FanDuel, you get the excitement of researching and building your team every week. They have something for everyone. More ways to win than ever before, like gridiron, pick them every week. Free contests. All you need to do is pick winners. No spreads. 10K is split among the top pickers. Uh, as you know, I like to play single entry contests. I like to know that I'm only playing against human beings who enter one lineup. This week's spike contest, only $5 to enter with a hundred K prize pool. First place is 10K. Join this week, play against me at fanduel.com slash BS. New users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. Again, fanduel.com slash BS. If you played against me this week, uh, I did not do well. along with my gambling, my, uh, my fantasy choices were not great this week, but fanduel.com slash BS. All right. Coming back. um, One thing that jumped out to me, I hate to single out bad coaching when um, my own team didn't seem very well coached today. And there was a lot of bad coaches and I think the chargers yet again have done it. They've figured out the perfect recipe of how to have a talented team that also does dumb things. And, Mm-hmm. Shoots itself in the foot and just doesn't seem cohesive. That Anthony Lynn did something today. There was like,
3: oh yeah, you hated this. Couple teams did this, yeah.
0: At, what was there? Like seven minutes left? Hey, no, may, maybe like nine minutes left. He's down. Yeah. He's down fifteen, and it's like third, third down and goal from like the eight. For some reason, they throw like an alley pass in the end zone and double coverage, and then kick a field goal to cut it to twelve. And there's like eight minutes left, and they've already given up thirty five points to the Rams. It's like it's still a two touchdown game, you morons! What are you doing? Well yeah. <laughs> Worst case there, you don't get the touchdown, but at least they're on their own eight yard line. You might get the ball back. You still need two touchdowns. But it's like right. the Chargers are—they're just a mess. They're really—they and they have talent. They have good receivers. They have a good running back. They have a quarterback who can make plays. They have guys on defense, and that poses out, but they have. At least a couple guys who can make plays on defense and uh I just feel like from a talent standpoint they're like in the top eight and it's embarrassing that they're one and two.
3: And that, you know, if, if you're at Arizona down fifteen, cutting it to twelve with nine minutes left, that's one thing. But the Rams, Cooper Cup is open for twelve yards every single play. So right. They're gonna score again. You have to keep you have to get sevens on the board and not threes. And by the way, your field goal kickers traditionally sucks. So I don't know why you're so excited to kick a field goal anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, they needed to score more, obviously. But I don't. I'm, yeah, I'm not giving up on San Diego just yet.
2: No, because really,
3: they, they played two. They played the two teams that I just talked about: the Chiefs and Rams. and that, Those are their losses.
0: Well, because we we think a nine and seven team could make the playoffs in the in the AFC. I think that's yeah. reasonable. And it might, right. might be my New England Patriots. He <laughs> <It's, laughs> might have two, nine and seven wild cards. I don't know. Your team. Uh, I don't know if Dak Prescott's good. I'm just going to bring that up.
3: He's got a lot of guys in his face all the time. Okay. And they're, and they're, uh, they're on the other team. Yeah. Um, so that's bad, yeah. but his, he needs to be a little more accurate, a lot more accurate. I mean, I think they had. They had one play over 20 yards in, um, 11 quarters. So yeah, after a while, it's the quarterback that has to figure that out, but uh, the pieces aren't there. And it's just like Jeff Swaim and all these re- They'd never figure out what to do with Tavon Austin, except for the one play against the giants. But, um, and Zeke Elliott, like I- I've had enough, like he- he's reaching T.O. level of selfishness. Like he'll, he'll, you don't have to eat the soup when you, when you catch an eight-yard pass down two touchdowns in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Like, enough, pass on that. He for likes a soup. Give us a break. Yeah, he, he does like a lot of soup. <laughs> it's like Jacoby. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really uh, fed up with that team. And Jason Garrett, I was discussing it with the parlay kids. Like He may be the worst, you know, considering everything, he may be the worst coach the Cowboys have ever had. And that's saying a lot. Oh, wow. Do
0: you Dave Campo? The,
3: no, I know, but these guys went on, they were good co- coordinators and everything, but they yeah. did, but, and, and a lot of them had nothing either. I mean, you're talking about like, uh, you know, you got like the Quincy Carter years and everything, but, um, I, I, I can't take it anymore with Garrett. I don't know what yeah. to do. <laughs> what, would you, what has to happen to get, for that guy to get fired?
0: Would you rather have Dak Prescott or Blake Bortles? Uh, wow, that's a dramatic pause.
3: I don't know what to say because <laughs> Bortles looked great last week, but what, what is it? It's yeah, the it's Patriots. six points
0: today. It
3: was the Patriots, and they had nothing today. I guess I'd, I'd go with Dak. I would go with Dak. That's I trust right. him with his legs more.
0: The, the, the one team that I thought could have and maybe should have won, and this was one of the games I was watching on my iPhone, the story I'll get to later. The Colts mm-hmm. really could have stolen that Eagles game, and a couple yeah. things had gone the right way. I still... I'm not, the Colts are definitely not a cross off to me. I'm not sure how good the Eagles are. I'm not worried about them till November. They'll have guys come back. They'll, they'll peak at the right time. But that was one game where I feel really feel like the Colts could have stolen that one. I think the Niners might've come back and made that chiefs game interesting too, if Garoppolo maybe hadn't gotten hurt, but, um, but from a, well,
3: they were too far behind, but the Colts definitely. Yeah. Luck, luck was good. Uh, Wentz looked okay, I thought. He coughed it up a couple times, threw a pick, and I think he fumbled once. Um, they had an 11-minute drive that spanned the end of the third quarter well into the fourth quarter, and that's like Philly just punished. Indianapolis, they got a couple calls from the refs to keep the drive going. But then luck came down, and uh, what was odd to me is, when have you ever seen someone else throw the Hail Mary to end the game? But Jacoby Brissett was brought in to throw the Hail Mary. Like That tells you everything you have to know about Luck in his arm, like this is the you have Mariano Rivera coming in and and finishing up with the most important pass of the game
0: it is humiliating, right yeah it's there's some sort of virility aspect to it that you're not man enough to throw the Hail mary right <laughs> they have to bring in the other guy to throw the Hail mary you your arm isn't strong enough, he it's seems totally okay stupid with it too.
2: yeah
3: no they, they they showed him on the sideline, he was like, yeah, that's your guy i'm i'm not i'm not I'm not cut out for this.
0: They were like, it's your
3: Very
2: fucking strange.
0: fault, man. You were snowboarding. If you had snowboarded, <laughs> you'd be throwing the Hail Mary, but we're going to give it to this other guy.
3: That's right. Yeah, uh, but the, the Eagles' offense doesn't scare me. I know it's early for Wentz and everything, but there are 10 offenses that scare me more than the Eagles right now.
0: We have uh, – the other thing I'll just mention about today's games is Rodgers is really hurt. I mean, he's just hurt. and yeah. And I would I would love to know what his knee injury is. We speculated last week about – whether he has a torn ACL or something. I, I, I think every possible knee injury is on the table for him because he does not seem comfortable or right or anything. And there, there's definitely something more wrong than just he has a sprained knee. I refuse to believe it's a sprained knee.
3: Getting off to a slow start, for sure. I don't know. They got beat up all over the place. I mean, you would have thought the Peterson 20 carries, 120-yard days were long gone, but... Um, is that what's going to happen to the Packers defense? They just, they just show, uh, they have no killer instinct at all, except nah. for Rodgers. And like you said, he's, he's playing probably at 65%. So
2: nah, they,
0: they, need him at, they need him at a hundred percent to do anything with this weird team. Maybe
3: not for the NFC North this year. I don't know.
0: And man, Trubisky's getting better each week. Oh no, he's not. <laughs> he's not at all. Actually. Hey, can but- I just
3: say with the, the Vikings thing, how, uh, every time I looked at the TV, I couldn't believe that score. And it didn't, they, they just, they didn't even want to put up a, a touchdown until the very yeah. end. But this is, it, it seemed amazing. And, and it is because as long as we've been watching football for 40 years, I think RJ Bell or someone threw of this, a team that's been a 14 point plus underdog has never won by more than a touchdown in the wow. last 40 years. And that, I, and they shattered the hell out of that.
0: I saw a stat that, um, it was the biggest spread anyone has ever covered in one since 1992, which was like the third year I ever gambled. And I probably lost on that game, whatever it was.
3: Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, At that, hmm. I think the Bills are still a cross off. But listen, Josh Allen made some things happen in that game and looked super athletic. Yeah, Kudos to him.
3: It's now, so we, we all picked that game wrong for sure. We're not saying we had it right, but in retrospect, I think like that something happens when these are grown men and they say that these teams are so even anyway, yeah. just in terms of talent. When you're a grown man and you have another grown man on your team quit on you, and then you hear your 16 and a half, 17 point underdogs. Yeah, you're, you're going to fight with something that um, that you've never reached down for before, I think, and I I think that's kind of what happened. I think we're going to see that the Bills aren't a very good team. Didn't make any sense. LeSean McCoy's not in. I don't know who Allen's throwing to half the time. He, yeah, but he he did a job on his with his feet. And um, no, yeah, there were some I,
0: red flags. No Dalvin Cook. Uh, I ignored all the red flags and plowed ahead and bet the Vikings by a <laughs> sixteenth half. It was just like it really did seem like the Bills had a chance to be the worst team of all time. And uh, it turns out that that it's.
3: Do they it's, need their dome back? Maybe Minnesota. Oh,
0: interesting. It doesn't seem
3: like a great. I don't know. The, the new field doesn't seem like a great, uh, great advantage for them.
0: Let's quickly talk about it. The Monday night game tonight, which has become increasingly interesting. The line has moved. It is, I think, it's now even. There was Le'Veon Bell trade rumor stuff going on all day today. Um, Fitzpatrick is now owned in every fantasy league and being started on a lot of teams, not mine, Mm -hmm. unfortunately today. But uh, I, I really like Tampa was probably my favorite game on the board this whole week, other than new Orleans. And uh, I just really like Tampa in this game. What am I missing? Is Mm. is it what? So let's say we're backseat driving after, after Pittsburgh wins by 15. Oh, we should have seen this. Oh, we should have known Fitzpatrick. Like, I just don't think Pittsburgh, I, it's a very similar situation to the Pats where there's just not a lot of talent on both sides anymore. And I actually think this could go the other way where Tampa can mm. just dominate them. What am I missing?
3: I, I was looking at some of the my futures, I bet. And we, we're betting, we're still betting futures as the season goes on. But yeah. I have Tampa on a big parlay to not make the playoffs. Mm. I have uh, Deshaun, Jackson under four touchdowns receiving. I think he
2: already has four. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: have, I have, yep. And I have Jimmy, Jimmy G, uh, over 15 and a half interceptions. So I'm Ooh. looking rock solid on wow. a lot of these. But, um, I, the only thing I would say is at some point shit has to normalize in the NFL. Right. And does it start Monday or does it start like week five or something? Yeah, and like I a, think
0: maybe November,
3: maybe November. I yeah,
0: think, didn't but, we talk about that most interceptions bet? And didn't we talk about the way to get screwed in that bed as quarterbacks get hurt all the it's time? time we'll and it,
2: yeah. And we well, were like, yeah,
0: Darnold
3: that's why over, you don't do it. I have Darnold over 12 and a half. I just took, like, all the young quarterbacks over because even if they have great years, I think they'll throw a few picks. But how did it happen? What, one thing that did happen, like, Dirk Cutter is right, right in line with Mike Tomlin for first coach fired. I'm not saying either one of them is going to happen, but it was Dirk and Hugh Jackson at the top when the season started. And now yeah. Dirk has dropped all the way down and Tomlin might pass him.
0: Where's so, Where's Bill O'Brien in this conversation?
3: Uh, he's he's a number one with a bullet right now,
2: but he literally like might he one. might
0: be taken out with a with a job <laughs> bullet. That might yeah. be happening. Um, uh, all right, so actually, let's take one more break. We're going to get to the guest lines. Hey, let's talk about Starbucks Double Shot. Starts with bold Starbucks coffee blended with milk for a smooth, creamy, delicious flavor, enhanced with ginseng, guarana, and B vitamins. Available in six delicious flavors mocha, vanilla, hazelnut, white chocolate, coffee, and Mexican mocha. An energy coffee drink that not only tastes great, but gives you the energy to go from point A to point done. Je- Heavy rumors Joe House has done a Trenta red eye from Starbucks and then poured the Starbucks double shot in it. And then I think he ran a 3,940. But you know what? You need energy at the end of the day. I needed energy. We taped this podcast tonight. Guess what I had? Starbucks double shot energy to do things you actually do, find it in your local convenience store, the Starbucks double shot. Week four, bye bi-week teams this week. The Redskins of Washington and the Panthers of Carolina. Mm -hmm. Panthers two and one, looking pretty good. They took care of business today and you and I have them to win the division. So we're kind of rooting for that. I, I guess the biggest thing that happened is McCaffrey. McCaffrey's just looked good this year. It's like they've figured out how to use him. And uh Yeah, I
3: mean he had 184 yards rushing. He does he wasn't good for half that. Yeah. like He's just dangerous. In He's, any game. Yeah.
0: The combo of him and and Cam, it's that's just a tough team to play I We'll see if uh if they can stay healthy especially on defense.
3: Cam in the red zone is spectacular. It's just him getting there is the problem. Like yeah. you know, they'll still have games where they have 13 entering midway through the fourth and it's like how the hell is this guy not taking them downfield?
0: Well, Thursday night is a great one it's Rams yep. Vikings uh the Rams are gonna be getting three straight days of is this uh la's best team could could the Rams they they're gonna go six and0 in their division could they go 16 and 0 we're gonna every talking head thing you're ever gonna be afraid of mm-hmm. actually could the Rams go 16 and0 what would you put for odds on that 12 to one 20 to one
3: I was gonna say nine or ten but now are these cornerbacks are they I, I don't know well, if they're, so that's I, the I thing. they're okay now
0: Yeah, but both of those cornerbacks got hurt in the second half. And now you have the Vikings with Diggs and with Adam Thielen. Right. uh, You know, but Thursday night, I have, I picked the Rams minus seven and a half against the Vikes. All
3: right, I'm going to get this. I'm slightly closer. I said minus six, and it's six and a half.
0: That seems too low. Because, yeah, but I see, the,
3: this is where you get screwed. This is where everybody jumps on the Rams and the Viking this game goes to overtime or something stupid.
0: I have a counter to your counter. Go ahead. The Rams are just beating everybody by double digits. At some point, maybe they should just be favored by like at least seven and a half and higher until mm-hmm. they don't beat somebody by double digits. They have right. their gas pedal is as good as we've seen in a while. They really turn it on. They're always guys open. They're always going for it. They are by far offensively the most impressive team, not just talent standpoint, but the the way they're coached and the play calling. Um, they're just on it. It's best impressive. coaching.
3: McVeigh's best, great coach. Oh yeah, uh, and, and Wade Phillips on defense figures everything out. Every, eventually,
0: since Belichick retired, we were wondering who the got next guy was going to be, and now I think it's Sean McVeigh.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: What? You just let that joke go. You didn't even bite at it. No fake chuckle. Wait, out. what
3: happened? What
0: I said since Belichick retired.
3: Oh, I see. Oh, I, I thought I said, what, what he retired. Yeah, you didn't play off the
0: <laughs> joke. You just kind of let it hang there like a stale fart. No, Thank I you. know. I'm sorry. Thank
3: you. <laughs> when did he retire? Before the Malcolm Butler? I'm trying to figure out when he exactly retired. I think he retired he when us.
0: he's like, I'd rather lose a Super Bowl and start Joe Schmo than Malcolm Butler.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh. And I'm not going to blitz for this entire fourth quarter and just let the Eagles go for ten minutes. God damn it! You know what people yeah. don't want to hear is me complaining about the Patriots after five Well, ranks. I'll tell you
3: what, you, you, you're uh, being cavalier about it, but I don't think you're ready for this. I don't think you're ready. I'm for ready. The I
0: grew up with this. The downfall no, was the first thirty I, I years of my you're life. Ready.
3: I think I think you need to get therapy. No, honestly. it's I'll fine. You move on of the Patriots. Right Hence, to the you guys are not... You're not prepared for this.
0: I'm mentally Excuse- already with the Celtics. I'm just ready for the 68 win Celtics season oh, and I don't the want Red to hear Sox that. playoffs. I'm just ready. I no, you're going to have
3: some sad days. It might not even be for another 2 years or so, but Brady is going to crumble and Belichick is going to be right there and they might be laughing at him at the at that time.
0: When you have three super successful kids and one's a doctor and one's an attorney and one's one's uh, a Supreme Court judge. Mhm. Uh, maybe a bad time for that analogy, but One's a judge. One's a federal judge. And then, you know, all three of them are doing great. And you you have your friends and they're like, how are your kids doing? I'm like, oh, the Red Sox are great. They just had another kid. Celtics are looking. They just moved into an awesome mansion. I'm bragging about the kids. And then it's like, oh, the Pats, you know, Bobby's in rehab, but he's going to get out and it's great and things are good. And, you know, that's Your lawyer
3: kid is about to be disbarred, I think. I don't know if you're ready for it. (laughs) I don't know if the family's ready.
0: Just out of curiosity, what would you have had for the Sunday marquee game? I'll let you pick.
3: You know, I was, I I couldn't was just going to to you, and with the Redskins and Panthers off the board, I don't know what the hell you did with this. Who is the – I was looking at this. What would I have had? Is it, is it, is it Bucks-Bears? I don't know what
1: you did here.
0: So I left it the empty. Eagle Titans? I was going to say no marquee game this week, but – I got to say like Pat's Dolph, Pat's against the three and no Dolphins, a week oh, okay. of complete yeah, panic, a week of complete panic about the Patriots and right. what's going on. Is Brady done? I mean, you should have seen the ringer NFL slack today. There's a lot of people <laughs> who, um, there might be retribution in a bunch of different ways for, Really good for some of the behavior in the slack today. I, really, know, I noticed all of your you. slacks. Look, it's fine. Call
3: out some names. I want to hear. What, no, it's fine.
0: I, I took a lot of mental notes. It's, it's I took a lot of I'm notes. Glad. I'm bit, glad these guys took it. The behavior, here, the gloating, the Pat <laughs> at bragging about the Steelers having six rings and the Pats having five. and
2: Oh, it's got, it got to that, huh? There was some dancing wow. on Brady's
0: grave, and uh, it just got super personal in there, and I, I, I remembered all of it.
3: I um, can't believe they weren't ready for this game tonight. I cannot believe it.
0: Do you think Belichick... He's just like, you know what? I'm going to throw away this season. Maybe Brady will retire. I'm just going to tank the season.
2: Yeah. But <laughs> I'm going to trade his only w- deep
0: threat. I'm going to frame Jillian Edelman for a PD suspension.
3: It doesn't make him look good, though, does <laughs> no, it? No, it doesn't. I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> losing my mind. What's the whole game here?
0: <laughs> uh, Pat's-
3: Now, will you go three games? Be- you can't drop three games behind the Dolphins, right? I mean, I know it'll still be September or Sunday might be October, but. This
0: will I drop you three games. Yeah. How are we having this conversation? It's not even my birthday I yet. I, I, I'm not supposed to panic. My birthday's on Tuesday. It's not, I'm not That's supposed right. to Big panic. That's right. Big birthday Tuesday. Yeah, not really. It's more of a sad kind of depressing birthday, but um, it's it's usually like the week after my birthday when there's like real Pats panic. This time- There's
3: something bad. I yeah. have
0: Pats minus eight and a half against the Dolphins. I think Vegas still pushes it toward the Pats.
3: I got this. I said seven and a half. It opened at seven and a half. And then after the game went down to seven. Mm.
0: You know, there's a recipe. I mean, Ryan Tannehill, he can move around, make some plays, tends to be the kind of quarterback that, uh, when you have the slowest linebackers in the history of football, that becomes a problem. They had one play Uh in that game today. Nephew Kyle and I were going nuts. He, he stopped Googling what his next tattoo is going to be. And just got super (laughs) bad. They did a swing pass on third down to the running back and they had this behind the camera shot of, of, uh, of Bentley, the rookie linebacker on the pats Oh yeah. reading the play, reading it, actually had probably a yard of a step on the running back, knew exactly where he was going 12, and right? sprints to the spot. And the guy not only beat him to the spot, but made up, you know, five yards vertically and was just so right. much faster. It was it was honestly disturbing. I was disturbed, and
3: then, but then that guy made a pick. Right, he had the interception, didn't he?
0: Yeah, because Stafford, all he had to do was throw it over his head; it would have been a touchdown. Instead, he yeah, threw see, it right at him. That's the difference
3: between your team and my Cowboys. Like we could, we could pressure the quarterback and maybe even get a sack now and then. We'll never force a turnover, whereas you yeah. will always make the other team do something Jedi stupid. Them.
0: You,
3: you didn't really capitalize on it, but
0: I have uh, it's
3: a nice, nice thing to have.
0: I have three watchable games this week. The first one: Falcons Bengals, which. Andy Dalton, a um, lot, lot of, a uh, lot of fantasy buzz for him. A mm-hmm. lot of daily fantasy buzz for him. Is this the year for? What do you have four picks today?
3: A couple of those four picks weren't his fault, but yeah, he had two touchdowns, four interceptions.
0: Don't ruin my narrative. He had four picks. Uh, I don't care. I'm sorry. I'm I, you his know, fault. I love
3: that we had them. I had them all over the place against the Panthers, and they,
0: yeah,
3: it went well, seven nothing, right?
0: I had the classic moment where on Friday's podcast, talked myself out of the Bengals because they didn't have Joe Mixon. I was like, normally I'd take Mm -hmm. them, but then i have Joe Mixon. And then today I texted you and I was like, I'm betting the Bengals. And I totally forgot about the Joe Mixon thing. Why would I I I ever think they were going
3: to? It was that defense. You can't give up 184 yards to a running back.
0: That's true. But I think maybe they could have outscored him. But anyway,
3: think about it the other way. How many times have we taken the Panthers laying points at home, and we it, it just never ever works out? Like
0: that's just, true. They just, are just just kind a of huge a
3: slap in the face.
0: They're a black cat for us. Uh, yeah. I have the Falcons by four at home over Cincy.
3: You're going to get this. I said three because the Falcons only gave. That was a weird line with the with the Saints. They only ended up giving them one and a half or two, but it's five and a half. This line, so you get holy it.
2: mackerel. Okay.
3: Hmm. I, that's an untouchable. I don't know what you want to call it, but that's, that's very strange. That's firmly in the Vegas zone.
0: I don't think the Falcons, I, I just don't see it. I just think it's one of those years for them. And, and they definitely missed uh Dion Jones today. I think we can safely say that one, but um, I don't see it. It's like heading into overtime. Did you think the Falcons were going to win even before the coin toss? No, not- you knew nothing. The-
3: that's what I mean. It's like, you know, I, I it, it's better that you need to score a touchdown to win, but whoever won that coin flip was going to win that game, right? Oh, so Isn't you felt you like felt? if
0: Atlanta won the coin flip, you thought they were going to win?
3: Yeah, I did. I did. I, just I think felt- they played the time right, they didn't, They didn't. you know, they were up, uh, what were they up, 3730 with four minutes left? And they yeah. didn't, They just didn't leave themselves enough time to score in regulation, I thought. Mm.
0: Something about what that did they really
3: team. They would really go for a dollar or two in our league.
0: And he looked bad in week one. And then-
3: It looked bad. You couldn't even find him. It's yeah. like he never left Alabama.
0: I Something about Atlanta where it's like it goes, maybe it's the Super Bowl 51 residue, but it goes to overtime. You're like, oh, they're going to lose. I didn't even know who won the mm-hmm. coin toss. Now, you're right. Maybe if they won the coin toss. I still feel like they would have gone down and just gotten a field goal and then the Saints would have scored the touchdown and won by three.
3: I thought Sean Payton, that that was like the first game he won in a while. As yeah. far as that. Watching, he 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 did well. He he out coached the Falcons staff. I thought
0: not hard. Bears. I Bucks. also
3: thought what, one more fantasy note because my team is going to be zero three in mm. our league. I had Mahomes and Ryan seventy three points out of my quarterbacks. I started the wrong one, which was Mahomes. Jesus. <laughs> Ryan had forty nine.
0: It's not like Mahomes was bad.
3: No, I know, I know. That's a, I just can't get it right.
0: So we've used the same website. I think since you started this league, you, you had this league before I did. Uh-huh. And now it has this, um this thing where you can go back year by year and look at the standings. And then it uh-huh. says like head to head matchup, but it doesn't, it has the career head to head matchup. Hench emailed me or texted me and was like, we're 13 and 13 lifetime against each other. I'm like, what? And had this new, new thing on the website that has yeah, the it's, history. It's pretty
3: cool. You pay like $7 and some of the guys don't want to pay it. They want to do the, a free league or something, but I, I like it. I like having the stats there.
0: So we and could go great. back and look at every season we've had, mm-hmm. which I did, Of course I did. Well, how was it not going to do that? There's what's a better right. time waster than going back through old fantasy seasons. <laughs> and, uh, I went back to go look at my, my 2017, the greatest fantasy team ever assembled. Of course. I wrote a column for ESPN about what's harder to go undefeated in your fantasy league or your real league. Mm. And this was when the Pats were 6-0 and and my fantasy team was 6-0. and And right. I came to the conclusion it was actually easier to go undefeated than the NFL because in fantasy, you know, you're, one of your best guys could just have an off day. You have to bench people on bye weeks. And I was right. The Pats went 16-0. and This team ended up 13-2, and which was the best record- yeah this century in our league, 13 and two. So then I went back and read the column I wrote and had all the guys and it was like, Ladanian Tomlinson, Adrian Peterson as a rookie. I traded for Tony Romo. I had three of the best 10 receivers. And then I'm texting you and Hench about it. And I'm like, oh my God, and I'm sending you stuff. And this is a Saturday night. And I'm thinking like, my life's really over. This is what I'm doing on Saturday night. I'm texting two other married guys with kids about my fantasy team from 11 years ago and who was on it. Somebody should come yeah. here and just shoot me right now.
1: And we didn't ignore you. We, we, no. we, <laughs> you're, yeah. Yeah, you're but, uh, but
2: yeah. You
3: know, uh, here's why you're right about it being easier for a pro team to go undefeated versus a, uh, versus a fantasy team. Your fantasy quarterback gets knocked out in the first quarter you can't put anybody else no. in. you're stuck with a zero or. A There's one too many ways it can go
0: wrong. Yeah, you can go yeah. against the wrong team at the wrong time. Right. You go against like Mahomes during his six touchdown thing, but it was fun. I I have a but chance I, to be three and in I, fantasy, and I'll oh be son that's of a bitch. Well, not gonna. Here, here's last.
3: what I hate about our league. Um, so they have like a guru, and it tells you who you should start. I hate the guru so much. And not so only much. does it tell you who you should start, if you're making the wrong decision, it will put in big role red bold number what you're giving up. So, for instance, I start Royce Freeman. Yes, this is how bad things have gotten for me already in week 3. I start Royce Freeman, yeah. Denver running back. I have Philip Lindsay on the bench. Big red number saying Philip Lindsay is going to score two more points or 1.8 more points than Royce Freeman. So, I stare at this for about 7 <laughs> to 10 minutes and then I'm like, "All right, screw it. I'll put uh Philip Lindsay in." Because you know why? Because on Tuesday this website sends us a taunting email. If you lose and they'll call you out by name uh, to a point where you hate your own name, like coach Sal Aikano disregarded our advice. And because coach Sal keeps disregarding our advice all year, coach Sal paid the price. And it's like, all right, I can't take this anymore. And there's nothing more. I can't get back at them and I can't email them back. So what do I do? I put in Lindsay for Freeman. Freeman gets a touchdown. The first drive, Lindsay gets thrown out of the game for punching some, uh, some guy in the face. Yeah. So I'm, I'm screwed. I'm, I'm sick of the guru. I won't say where, where, uh, what league this is, but it's, I'm done with this
0: guru. Somehow we signed up for the sarc, for the sarcasm league. I don't know what the fantasy guru He's It's like having yeah. Anthony Jesselnik. as <laughs> the fantasy guru. It's like, Sal's a fucking moron. And that's why he yeah, lost right. this week. And he sucks.
3: <laughs> it's like, what? Continues to make wrong decisions. Like, <laughs> Hey, I have, I have a uh, John Hamm yelling at me. I, I think that's enough. I don't, I don't need you. This, this, uh faceless creature <laughs> shooting me down for a, a 0.3 difference.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Screw you. Fantasy yeah. girl. Nobody yeah, likes no you. Kidding. Um, all right, let's go, let's go to the next game. Uh, there's more. <laughs> yeah. There's one more watchable Raiders Browns. All right. So you ask, why is this one of the watchables? The Raiders are awful. They're zero and three. Well, no, I'm with you. here's my case. Um, First of all, Baker Mayfield is going to be playing in this game, and mm-hmm. uh, like everyone else, I'm enamored and excited and delighted by Baker Mayfield and everything that's happened, including on uh, on Coward Show on Friday. Jason McIntyre, your coworker, that's right, because you're on Lock It In. He comes on Lock It In sometimes. Mm-hmm. Did a whole bit about how Baker Mayfield looked at his phone walking to the post game, just complete contempt. That I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if it was a bit or there was like some new comedy segment and cowards thing where somebody comes in with fake takes. What, I do
3: not hear What did he do?
0: He had this whole thing about, here's my issue with Baker Mayfield. Look at this. He wins the game. He's walking back to the thing. He's on his phone. Why is he on his phone? Did this? It was crazy. I, it honestly seemed like the onion was filming this, but this was apparently <laughs> a real sports take. Uh, but I love that there's Baker backlash and, it's it's all good. It's fantastic. People love Baker. People are trying to yeah. undermine it. And then on the other side, John Gruden, who's 0 3. We are mm-hmm. every every Raiders loss brings us one loss closer to a bunch of Raiders bets we made that uh that I really enjoy. I have the Raiders somehow favored in this game, Sal, by one and a half.
2: Oh, they
3: have to be favored. They have to be. I and I, I went I went too far. I said four. Because it's still the Browns on the road, so this is yeah. this is a whole different uh, six hundred day thing. Um, it's two and a half, so you win that one.
0: The Browns have talented dudes. I'm in on they the Browns. They can't
3: give points. They can't get points on the road. I know their defense is good and everything. And, and... Baker plus one forty, offensive rookie of the year. Do you take it?
0: Barkley, I think is too scary.
3: Oh, really, Barkley? I would. Really? Who would you say? I guess they're they're starting to use him right now, Barkley. But
0: I think Barkley has like a two hundred and sixty yard game in him this season. Something crazy, mm. like where he breaks two different seventy eight yard runs. I really He'll do. Make I think
3: five catches. I think yeah. he's going okay. to have.
0: He's gonna have one of the crazy fantasy days of the last like five years this season at some point against really? the right team. Yeah,
3: every time and he Darnold has the has ball, played himself out of the race. Like Ridley, Ridley's in and Darnold's out for those top three.
0: You know, uh, I'm only doing this because he was mean to the Patriots in the Slack today. But Sean Fantasy, who's been driving the Sam Darnold <laughs> bandwagon, uh, both publicly and privately in our Slack. By the end of that Browns-Jets game was like, oh my God, we drafted the wrong QB. Fuck my life. That was basically his slack that whole Thursday night. So that happened. Um, they're witnesses. And uh, and you can keep those Pat's barbs coming. But you sold out your big adult redheaded son, Sean <laughs> Fantasy. People
3: forget like three you know days what ago. what, what, what? Yeah. Uh, poor Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's
0: um, bad for the Jets. Let's do uh, the barely watchables of which I had six. This is a bad week. I got to say, if there's a week... If there's a week to uh either hang out with your kids, go to your kids' sporting events, go apple picking. We used to call that we apple said picking.
3: Apple pick. I think it's October first. It's not not too early. I don't oh, think.
0: Well, this feels like a very apple picky weekend. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of games that uh are entertaining just for gambling and fantasy purposes, and that's it. First one, mm-hmm. your Cowboys going against um this weird Lions team that we watched tonight. I had the Cowboys. <sighs> You know, I did the, my guess before the Lions game. Now I'm going to cut my guess ahead, down. change it. I just minus three. I'm going minus three Cowboys over Lions.
2: Yeah.
3: You got it. I said two before that. I even saw tonight's game, and it's three and a half.
0: Oh, initially, it I not really make
3: any sense to me. Yeah. Cowboys you know, by three and a half.
0: If you lose this game...
3: <laughs> what, what happens? What <laughs> It's over.
0: If he's ever going to fire Jason Garrett, it would be after oh, this game. Like if it's like Stafford throws four hundred yards and five touchdowns, or like if something bad happens, fans are booing. This ca- mm-hmm. this has potential to to go that direction. Next one, Packers. Well, listen, okay. Oh, I,
3: I say it all the time. They were eight and three with Sean Lee, one and four without him last year, and that that's not those numbers are not going to change. He's all the difference in the middle of that defense, and oh. uh, it helps Dak out a lot. He could screw up a little when Sean Lee's there. And um, yeah, I don't see them favored by more than a field goal without Sean Lee.
0: It's funny. I always thought Lawrence Taylor was the best linebacker of all time, but apparently it's Sean Lee.
3: Oh, stop it. Stop it. By Dude, the way, he said the same thing about Brewski back in the day.
0: Brewski won Super Bowls. What the hell did Sean Lee win? He didn't win anything. Tom he,
3: Brady won Super Bowls. Oh, my
0: God. Brewski was the heart of that team. I love Teddy Brewski. How dare stop you? Stop it. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Keep We're the going. great Patriots Listen, ever.
3: Uh, both I, of our teams are junk.
0: I'd so take let's, Teddy let's be
3: on the same side for once.
0: I would take 45-year-old Teddy Bruschi right now as my middle linebacker. Right, I think you he would be faster will. than he, he might come back. <laughs> no laugh. <laughs> uh, Packers-Bills. This is in Green Bay. I have no idea what to make of the Bills, whether – who knows? But I had the uh, – I think they shoot this line high because – the Packers are a public team. I have Packers by nine.
3: All right. I said 10 and a half. It opened at 10 and a half went down to 10. So
0: oh, you I'm going to take one.
3: that one. Okay. And you like that on a three-team teaser. You don't have to admit it to me right now. No, because-
0: you will not see me put any money on any Aaron Rodgers game this season until I find really? out what's wrong with his knee. Yeah, he's officially, no, a minute, he's though. a complete cross-off for me. Unless I was so the betting Bills against him.
3: two, Two games, they were double digit underdogs, they would win two in a row. I,
0: it's fine. Aaron Rodgers can do whatever he wants. I'm just not, I'm not betting on him this season.
3: They're so mad at Aaron Rodgers. I'm
0: not mad at him. I think he's playing on one leg. He's hurt. Yeah. He's not healthy. He's not. not getting better. It's not like he's healthier than he was two weeks ago. Looks the same. I think
3: you have a crush on Danica Patrick. I think that's the whole thing here.
0: All right. Uh, someday she'll be available. I, I can feel it.
3: <laughs> we can move on.
0: Titans <laughs> Eagles in Tennessee. Uh, I think we should just combine Marcus Mariota and Blaine Gabbert and just call (laughs) them like Blarkus Gabbertiota because whoever it is, it's not somebody you want to bet on. On the other hand, the Eagles have really no explosiveness at all. And their fans, it's funny, their fans, I hear you. I know you're out there. You're doing the whole... Oh man, it's, it's so weird to go through an Eagle season where I'm not freaking out when we're playing like this. It's like, we know what you're doing. It's like a humble brag. You're still mm-hmm. humble bragging about how you won the Super Bowl. Oh, God, it's so disorienting. It's like, settle down. Go run but your, the players go, were
3: complaining that they weren't getting any respect. Like, after almost losing to the Falcons, yeah, a, which they easily can down And then they got beat. Who'd they lose to in week two?
0: Go on Pornhub so and them. Philly Special the hell out of yourself. Go to hell.
3: Yeah. Um, it's just like, uh, you don't get a parade every every time you win a game. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> for the big one.
0: Congrats. Yeah. There's been 53 Super Bowls and your team won one of them. Shut up. Move on. Right. Titans minus one over the Eagles. That's what I have.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah. I had Eagles... Minus two and a half, and it's Eagles minus three.
0: I think that's a mistake.
3: You're way off there, Bill.
0: I I believe in this Titans team as a keep it close, tough, well-coached team.
3: That means you're taking them plus nine on a two-team teaser. Definitely right, not.
0: That. I am not putting <laughs> Blarkus Gabariota in the tease. Blarkus, Blarkus Gabariota? Gabriela Sabari, yeah, we
3: have to figure that out. It's
0: Aaron (laughs) Rodgers' next girlfriend. Colts (laughs) at home against the Texans. I have the Colts favorite in this game. I think they're a dangerous bandwagon pick because nobody thinks the Texans are good and people kind of like the Colts, even though they're one and two. I have the Colts by four.
3: Uh, I'm going to get this. I said three. It was two. It moved to two and a half.
0: Houston's not good. What are what are people looking at?
3: I wonder if this is a this is a division where everybody beats everybody on the road. Mm-hmm. It seems like. I don't know. Yeah. That might not even be accurate, but it does seem like anytime we try to take a home team in the in an intervision game, um we can't we can't come back with money.
0: Well, Owen 3 is a playoff game. Yeah, that's You got in for your season's over. Right. Unless they fire right. Bill O'Brien. Now, if Bill O'Brien got fired. Before Tuesday. Hmm. Would that line go down?
3: I don't think they'd do it yet. I think this is the game. This could be the game. This could be the fire of the coach week. This could be Jason Garrett and Bill O'Brien. Parlay. And wh- whoever blinks first. Yeah, we'll parlay them together.
0: Saints at Giants?
3: Saints at Giants. That's right. Yep.
0: I have Saints by three.
3: Yeah, you're going to get it. I said one and a half. I don't know why. I uh, believe in the Giants' little there. It was three and a half. It's down to three.
0: Can I walk you through all my fears for this game? Yeah, sure. First of all, we're going to have money on the Saints. Like, you could mark that down right now. That's happening. Yep. Um, About the second quarter, when it's Giants 14, Saints 3, and, and Barkley has two TDs already, and Breeze has thrown two picks, and they start running the outdoor stats. That's mm-hmm. when I text you and and I say, what the fuck are we doing betting on the Saints outdoors? Why'd you let me do this? So that's that's going to be our Sunday around 1050 Pacific time.
3: I know, but it's not, okay, uh, g- bear with me here. Just like the Jaguars. I said the same thing when the Jaguars went to, uh, what, MetLife State, what is it, New yeah. Jersey, Meadowlands, whatever. Like this game is not November. If that was a November game, I could see the Giants winning by 13, stupidly. You know, it'll be 77 degrees, right? Late September, early October. I think this is a nice spot for the Saints.
0: I don't like the Saints outdoors, but I'm still betting them. Listen, I'm I'm right. just I'm I'm backdoor uh, logicing it. Last one: Chargers at home against CJ Beathard and the 49ers. I got Chargers by ten and a half.
3: All right, yeah, man, you're gonna get this. I said nine, and that was light, and it's nine and a half.
0: Now this so is you a got game, that. Now this is a game you could talk me into throwing into a tease.
3: Is well, that, I am. This, the Packers, and there's going to be one more. Wasn't there another one? No, there's one more coming up.
0: I think the Chargers are very easy to figure out. They're, this is the kind of game they win 38-10, to 10 and everybody's feeling good after. And then yeah. they'll, they'll blow whatever the close game that they should win or the one they need. That'll happen later, but this is the kind of game they'll take care of.
3: I could see that. I could see that. Well, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not down on the Chargers. Like I said, they lost to the Chiefs and the Rams who – Seem to be heads and shoulders above the rest of the week.
0: One more break, then we're coming back with the poop Oh, my old friend Simply Safe, built strong, smart, easy to use, exactly how your home security should be. Simply Safe goes on beyond what home security should be. Its intuitive design influences every step of securing your home, like installation. Simply Safe ships right to your door, ready to go. Easy setup, takes under an hour, never stops. Built in backups protect you through. Power failures, Wi-Fi outages, even baseball bats. And if an intruder smashes your keyboard, simply stay still calls for help. No contracts, no fees, no hidden auto renewal gotchas. Just the same great security already protecting 2 million Americans. Wow. 24-7 monitoring, lightning fast police, fire dispatch costs only $14.99 a month. How's that possible? Order today. You'll get free shipping and free returns. Start your risk-free 60-day trial. At simplysafe.com slash BS, Simply Safe with two eyes. Simplysafe.com slash BS. All right, we're back. So if you didn't notice, I moved the poop fecta toward the end of the podcast by uh, multiple that, reader requests. Did you notice good. how I did that?
3: Good. But that wasn't the poop fecta, the games we went over just
0: now? <laughs> no, there's two bad ones. The yeah. the Jags are home against the Jets. I don't want to watch mm-hmm. one minute of this game. I had the Jags minus nine.
3: Um. Yeah, you get the. Wow, well, I'm so off today. I said seven, because the Jaguars didn't show me a lot, and I thought the Jets had ten days rest, and that would help. But it's it. It was nine. It went down to eight. You get it, nonetheless.
0: You know what we forgot. And that's I
3: would, our third team on a three-team teaser: Packers over Bills, Chargers no, over Niners, Jaguars over Jets. I'm not doing Not nice.
0: Not Aaron Rodgers. Like he might have. They might have to amputate his leg by next week. We don't know what's going to happen. Why you
3: still against
0: the Aaron Rodgers? No, Rogers. I just I don't know what's wrong with him. You know Sam Darnold's
3: gonna throw, throw, throw what oh, over on their two interceptions.
0: Well, this all of this is bad for Sam Darnold. The but the Baker Mayfield thing's bad. Yeah. Uh, the Josh Allen having some mm-hmm. mojo. It was like Sam Darnold had the QB mojo from this draft and it's been stolen from him. You yeah, know,
3: we forgot. He what, had it for like an hour. He basically had it. At Monday I don't night. even think he threw for two hundred yards against the Lions. I mean, it was mostly because the Jets were running back punts and and pick sixes against the Lions. But <laughs> he was a he was a star of the league. It all went away
0: when Beth Mowins is announcing his games. That's when he has his mojo. It's it's him and Beth. <laughs> they have a connection. We forgot with Jags Titans. The Titans kind of have had their number lately, and I, I think that's something we should take into account a little more often. Sometimes certain right. teams just like playing other teams, and the Titans had handed to them a couple times, and you get a little confidence from that.
3: I just uh, We have to figure out who we're rooting for, Gabbard or Mariota.
0: I'm rooting for Blarkus, Gabriota.
3: You're, you're moving for the combination. Blarkus. Uh, it just kill, kills our, uh, our
0: momentum, though. This second poop the game is really one for the ages. I didn't even like. I only had three games. Weren't there three games on the TVs, Nephi I, Kyle? I won. Yeah, I didn't even want this game on one of the three TVs, and I only had there's I had four TVs and three games, and I didn't even feel good about the Seahawks, Cowboys. The Seahawks are just depressing. It's oh, like watching okay. a zombie of a team. It's like yeah, Pete Carroll's still there, and Russell Wilson's still there, and there's Earl Thomas, but. They're just uh-huh. a zombie. It's it's in the Walking Dead. Like before, they shoot the zombie that used to be the little girl that they love, and they know they have to uh-huh. shoot the zombie. That's the that's the point they're in. I don't like watching them. I know I don't like watching the Cardinals, and they're playing each other in Arizona. I have cards by one. Oh wow! Yeah,
3: cards by one. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know why?
3: We saw the best of the Cardinals. I think uh, a few hours ago. No, I
0: I threw this pick away. You know why? Cause, Cause, screw you Seattle. I'm so tired of you hearing you whine about the Super Bowl. Screw, screw everybody. Screw Seattle. <laughs> wow, you're screw so Philly. Fair. Screw Sean Fantasy. Everybody can go to hell. <laughs> Seattle, I have you underdogs in Arizona this week. How about that? <laughs> well, Suck on that for a second. It doesn't mean
3: that they're underdogs because you have <laughs> I had Seattle minus four and a half and they're minus three in, uh, uh, in the desert.
2: Well, if Arizona- But I will
3: agree with you. I'll agree with you. I think everything's, I, I even think Pete Carroll's gum chewing is slowing down. I mean, they say the first thing you lose is speed. And uh, it, it just it looks like a whole different team. It is a different team.
0: It's a different team because it is a different team. Uh, yeah. Arizona has three, two real chances to win a game this year, and this is one of them. And the other one is when San Francisco comes there.
3: Well, the other one was today, yeah. And the uh, other
0: one was today when Mitch Trubisky <laughs> was dying to let them win. Sunday night, Ravens-Steelers. This used to be a really fun game. Before I think you
3: they- missed one. Did you miss one? I don't think so. We didn't do Bucks, Bears, did we?
0: Yeah, we did Bucks Bears, didn't we? Or we talked about it. Maybe we never actually did the line.
3: We didn't we didn't pick a line. But that for
0: was it. in the Watchables. Oh, you brought it up and I never did it. All right, the Watchables. Sorry, we're going backwards. Bears, Bucks in Chicago. Uh tough one because we don't know what's going to happen with the Bucks uh on Monday night, but I had the Bears minus three.
3: I had three also, and it uh started at two. It's two and a half now.
0: I really enjoy the Bears. I think they're my league pass MVP so far. I love the defense. I like watching Cohen. I like their receivers. And every time Trubisky goes back to pass, it's absolutely mesmerizing, captivating. <laughs> I love times
3: it. depends if you're betting him or not, No, right? it's just
0: great. It's You don't know where the ball's going to go. You don't know what's going to happen. He's so much fun. It's like it's like when you have an 18-month-old kid that's just running around a living room with a lot of like obstacles, and you just don't know if this is when they impale themselves against the side of the TV. That's how right. I feel at Trubisky. Sunday night, oh,
3: see, we're, we're we're mixing uh, we're mixing watchables with uh, the parent, parent corner, corner right. here. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out what I want the Bucks to do in order to be able to handicap this game. I guess it's fun if the Bucks win big, right? And then yeah. we can bet against them on the road.
0: No, we want we want Tampa and the Dolphins to be three zero because that's just ridiculous. Sunday All night, right, well,
3: I have them under six and a half wins. So <laughs> maybe, maybe well, you, I don't want them to keep winning. <laughs> have listen, to win, lose at some point.
0: You're gonna have to disappear with the way your year's going. <laughs> I know at Baltimore
3: Uh, magic will make me disappear.
0: Well, at least you're not on a gambling show every day where you have to give your picks.
3: No, that's right. I'm an expert
0: (laughs) Ravens. I have minus four at home over the Steelers. Yeah.
3: Ravens minus four. Yeah. No, it's Steelers are home.
0: Oh, Steelers are home. I wrote that down wrong. My apologies. Well, then I have Steelers minus four at home against the Ravens.
3: All right. I had that also. They have it as Steelers
0: minus three. Hmm. Wow. We, we'll find out tonight. What
3: would be the most... I guess the Ravens just kicked the crap. Out. They're a better home team than, um, well, than, than whenever I take them, that's for sure. But they, they seem, when I stay away from them, they seem to dominate at home.
0: What would be the most fun team to trade for Le'Veon Bell this week?
3: Well, the worst team would be yours. Do you have cap space? I was thinking about that today.
0: They that Pittsburgh's never trading into us. We've been beating them for this whole century. Yeah, that's true. They're not getting them. True. Screw Pittsburgh, too. Add them to the list of people who can go screw themselves tonight.
3: So, a team that has a chance, uh, let's see the Colts. Do you think? Pittsburgh,
0: wait a second. Would Pittsburgh take Sony Michelle straight up? I'll make that <laughs> offer right now. Please just but we'll don't watch any of the first three games.
3: You know what? They'll probably throw Jesse James in the mix, too. Just, uh, just, oh. Just to, to okay. put a bow on it.
2: That'd be
0: great.
3: Um let's see. Jaguars have it back. Dolphins. Oh, what about the Dolphins?
0: I was thinking the Bucks. Yeah. You trade Le'Veon Bell to the Bucks for um Aaron Jones, the the high second rounder they put, picked. And Ronald Jones. Yeah. Ronald mm-hmm. Jones, I'm sorry. And then maybe throwing Winston. Interesting. Have Winston and Roethlisberger on the same team. They Why want not? That. Just team, team no, them that'd, up. That'd be trouble. You don't think the NFL would. <laughs> <a>
3: of... <laughs> they already have players threatening to not show up for, yeah. uh, for the game.
0: Uh, Monday night, Chiefs at Broncos. The ESP had really hit the lottery with this Monday night schedule. It, it pays to get rid of politics on your air. You get better NFL games. That's right. Chiefs, Broncos. I have the Chiefs minus four against the Broncos.
3: I had four and a half and it's five. Now, wait a minute. Let me add these up real quick.
0: Oh. two,
3: three, four, five, six. this might seven, be eight.
0: your only win today.
3: It is my only win today.
0: Oh, there I you go. I it out. Congrats.
3: Beautiful. Thank you. You did it. Uh, it's all worthwhile. You did it. You love the chiefs here.
0: Um,
3: I think this is a kind of perfect, uh, kind of a perfect game for them. Cause I think they're going to score against every defense. And, uh you know, I don't think Case Keenum has enough no, not enough fire. But I guess Sanders does well. Has one big catch every game. No, I like the Chiefs here, I think.
0: And Denver as a home dog on a Monday night is just inherently frightening.
3: It's just high. It's just yeah. Not I'm, I'm inherently by it, but... frightened
0: by the line. All yeah, right, right. Let's uh let's do Parent Corner. You go first.
3: All right. Uh Okay, so my my middle kid, the ten year old, yeah, he, he wants to um, live
0: with Ken and Harry.
3: He wants to live with Ken and Harry. He doesn't like the circumstances around here, and uh, one of the things he doesn't like is we make him do something. So, like when he quit piano, we're like all right, you have to do something. What are you going to do? You're going to swim? He did swimming for a minute. Didn't like it. I was like, how about taekwondo? He's like a 57 pound weakling. You know, he's uh, he he has no interest in sports. Otherwise, he played baseball. Didn't didn't like it. So we get him to do Taekwondo mainly because I kept saying, you know, your four-year-old brother who you hate is getting big and strong. And, you know, you want to you know, you be able to take care of yourself. And my wife didn't hear me say this because she would be mad that this, is, this was the pretense, to which I got him to agree to take Taekwondo. But he took it. And I'm not around because I'm working. So my wife takes him to the lessons. And, you know, they give you like a belt like every, like every two or three months. It seems like you get a belt. You test for a belt
0: just new um, colors that like a turquoise. Yeah, you get all and... the
3: colors. It's, it's um, how does it start? It's like yellow, orange. He's had, and he's had green and now, but now he hates it. Now he can't stand it. And he's just going through the motions and he's going through the testing and he's barely, you know, you have to break a board with a different strike or a different kick. Every time you test for a new belt, in addition to going through all these cadences and everything. And he, he's breaking the boards on like four attempts. And, um, and so he, now he doesn't like it. And he doesn't want to do it. He's like, I'm going to stop at Blue Belt. I'm like, no, you have to do it. And he's like, he really puts up a fight. And he's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then my wife tells me how much this costs. And it's like $75 a lesson. He's going twice a week. And I know people think I made a money, and I was before this Patriots game tonight. <laughs> but that's not the case. So I was like, 75 a lesson. I was yeah. like, wow, what is, and what is it to test? When they test you, it's $250 like, yeah, of course they're making him test every two months when he's not ready to go from belt to belt. Of course, this all makes sense now. Like, all right, tell the teacher this is it. He's getting his blue belt. He's probably not going to – he's going to have to do a, a spinning back kick to break the board. So you're not even really looking at the board now. Uh, and, and he has to do that. He has to break that. A board that he can't really break on four attempts otherwise. Okay. So now he's testing for the blue belt. And uh, the, the Senzai knows this is his last thing. What does he do? He goes up there. He breaks the board on the first chance. Oh, no. And in a, in addition to that, he gets a trophy for best student. A big trophy. Like, wow. Like three feet tall, like almost, almost his height. And you know what happens? He wants to freaking stay with Taekwondo. And now every lesson is now $90, and to test is like $290. They know what they're doing in fact. Yeah. I think they rigged the board. I think the board was, they scored the board. (laughs) It's like that. And he broke it. He he broke an already broken board.
0: (laughs) It was like the hell in the cell when they they messed with the cage so mankind would go through it.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. There's chicanery. Now it's like $340 to test.
0: Taekwondo sounds like one of the biggest Ponzi schemes we have.
3: Yeah. It's right up there. It's a huge, huge money grab. I mean, this kid's going to be a black belt and he's going to get uh, blown over by a light fall wind.
0: Well, some, at some point, maybe you're going to be like in Mexico or something and muggers come and then maybe that's when you'll find out if this Taekwondo is a really good idea. Maybe. Yeah. That's how the
3: children's book end, children's (laughs) book version of my life ends, but uh, he's probably just going to crack his four-year-old brother in the skull and that'll be that.
0: Jack will come in like Mr. Miyagi and just clean out all of the robbers. (laughs) So,
3: um, well, there's nothing to rob because I have no money because it's all gone to the taekwondo.
0: My wife went to Boston this weekend, and mm-hmm. so I had to be Mr. Dad uh, all weekend, which is right. great for the kids. There's just a lot of like, all right, it's <laughs> do what you want. Hey, let's get <laughs> Postmates. A uh, lot of that. A lot of that's going right. on. Last night, my son and I watched the first Purge. My son loves the Purge. Nice. And, uh, by the way, not appropriate for a ten-year-old. I don't really care. We've passed the point of no return. Yeah,
3: we know. We know you don't care. <laughs> That's he, the one thing we learned from Parent Corner. Yeah, I don't. Care. You don't care.
0: First purge was was really great. It really delivered the goods. So anyway, he had a double header today because he's playing travel baseball now. And our team, I think, is double A. But you know, Southern California is really good, and they have teams in the majors, Triple A. So we're in this tournament, and we're playing Triple A teams. So already, my guard's kind of up. Like this might not go great today. Get there. We left the house at like seven thirty. We get there. The game's at like eight forty five, nine o'clock. And they're like, Ben's Ben's gonna start for us. This game one. So now Ben's pitching, he comes in, um, first batter, swings late, hits a liner over the second baseman's head, gets on, steals second, steals third.
2: Huh.
0: Ben bucks. I, I I didn't even see it. I thought it was a shaky call by the by the ump who is making twenty dollars to be at this game right. and be stink eyed by the parents, and uh, and he's just never the same after that. Ends up he gets yanked in the second inning, um, tears in his eyes as he's leaving. You're just watching oh. as the parent. You're like, oh my god, don't please don't be the one that melts down on the mound. And you, you yeah. know, um, neither, little do I know that every every pitcher we have is going to get shelled. Mm-hmm. And we get mercy ruled within an hour. Then the next game of the doubleheader comes. Then we have all this time to kill. I'm watching. I have my AirPods in. I'm watching football on my iPhone, <coughs> trying to watch the red zone channel and these other things while popping my head up and, and seeing a lot of the baseball game, but also listening to the football and, uh, right. pretending to be the same dad. team
3: again, or it's a different team. Different
0: team comes in. Okay. Um, they also kill us and we get mercy ruled again. And now we're driving mm-hmm. home at noon And Ben's bitching and he's mad and he hasn't eaten. And he's like, I'm never pitching again. I'm like, really? You're going to not pitch it? Every pitcher you had got shelled today. And Mm -hmm. we're going back and forth. He's like, no, I'm not pitching. No, that Bach rule is stupid. I'm not pitching. Um, And we're just going back and forth. And I'm yelling at him and he's yelling at me. And it ends with me yelling at him. I gave up football for you today. (laughs) An actual quote that came out of my mouth. Driving 75 miles an hour. (laughs) <laughs> on uh, on the 60, 60 West, whatever it was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did he say to that?
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> I think he doesn't he, give a crap.
0: <laughs> no, I think he came back with just watch football every Sunday. I don't want you to come. I want mom to come. We were just like yelling oh, at see. each other. Oh, yeah, it was one of those.
3: Oh. Oh, um, these kids, I'll tell you what, this is your fault because you show them these movies and it teaches them how to argue back, these movies. I, I don't even think they learn it in school. It's yeah. These dumb it's movies good. and it's YouTube. And this is how they fight back. And yeah, now, now your feelings are
0: hurt. Yeah. The move is always just to say the other parents better. You like the right. other parent more. He uh-huh. he actually said, I pitch better when mom's there. I'm like, all I do is sit there. I don't say anything other than yell to throw strikes. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, we, we hashed it out um, about six, seven hours later,
2: but that's good.
0: Yeah. So anyway, I did miss football today. I had to watch it on my iPhone. <laughs> I lost a lot of bets. Um, my fantasy wasn't very satisfying and, uh, and I didn't really enjoy it. We got mercy rule twice. So thanks for that, Ben. I love travel yeah. baseball. Let's keep going. Two more nice. next week.
3: <laughs> have him join Taekwondo. He'll have eight belts in like three days. You won't have to drive anywhere.
0: The mercy rule. I wish we had that like in other forms of life.
3: What is it? 10 runs after three innings or what? what is
0: it? I think it has to get to like 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we're talking here. Mm. We lost like fifteen to four and like fifteen to six. The problem oh, is,
2: 15. yeah,
0: yeah. The problem is they get on base. I mean, these kids are ten. No, nobody has nobody has like Johnny Bench behind the plate. You get on base, you're running.
2: Yeah, you um,
1: could just you just advance. I
0: will tell yeah. you that. Yeah, I'm. It's fun to watch him. I'm glad he's baseball, but I am still pro soccer. It's over in an hour. It's great. You know, when the game's starting, you show up. It's outdoors. Game's done in an hour. I want to have tough.
3: You're you're worried your kid's going to get slammed in the face with a line drive. It's some for some reason it's colder than everywhere else as a spectator sport.
2: It has the most shivering. Yeah,
0: baseball has the most moments where you just go, "What are you fucking stupid?" Like you just want to yell that at every kid because it's a lot of like brain farts and somebody forgetting that the runner could tag and or somebody getting caught off and. It just constantly reinforces that 10 year old boys make bad decisions, um, Yeah, <laughs> but still super enjoyable. Soccer, it's really hard to, it's really easy to blend in and just make mistakes. And only people who are really sophisticated would know, you know, Yeah, it's like, oh, she was, shouldn't have been offsides on that. It's like, you'd have to actually, you know, in baseball, the ball goes through your legs. It's like, oh, that guy's a dumbass. He should have been over. Um, yeah,
3: I wanted, for me, it's safety. I have the four-year-old playing soccer and you know there's not a lot of spacing in four-year-old soccer. So as yeah. soon as someone falls, they're getting cleated in the hand and in the arm and then and there's tears. So it's you a big, just want that to happen eh, less than five times in an hour.
0: It's a big pig pile. Um, yeah. At some point, I'm going to have, I think maybe in February, I'm going to have a special podcast where I rank. I'm going to have multiple parents involved. I'm going to produce it ahead of time and I'm going to power rank the worst sports for parents for 12 to one for youth sports. Ooh. Yeah. Cause this has been I like that. a topic that I've had with multiple parents, including you, where we've Let's talked do about. That. Let's do it the...
3: at Cleopatra's lounge in Vegas.
0: There's one clear number one, but I don't want to give it away. Oh yeah. We should do that at Cleopatra's lounge. That would be, be great. In we'll have to convince <laughs> Michael Gruber. That's a good idea. I think uh,
3: we could do it. And then the then the women and a lot of the wives that were dragged along will actually maybe have a good time.
0: <laughs> they would love that one. Uh, yeah. Because lock it in on 4.30. You can uh, give out some more losers on FS1. <laughs> and uh, Against All Odds is, is, usually we put that up on Wednesday. Wednesday on night. The yeah. Ringer Podcast Network, Wednesday night-ish. And then Jimmy Kimmel Live. You're still on that too. You're a busy man.
3: That's right. Eleven thirty-five, Monday through Friday, every day,
0: and then we're we're doing this again next Sunday night. So I will talk to you in a week.
3: Well, let's do it every Sunday night. Yeah, I do like so, it. I mean, Ben doesn't want you having going to his games anyway, so you're free. I gave up football for you.
0: <laughs> how did I say? How did that come out of my mouth? I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, Billy. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate All it. Right. Good job, man. You. All right. Thanks to Joe House. Thanks to cousin South. Thanks to Tiger Woods. No thanks to uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Thanks to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to check them out. ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to FanDuel. Football season underway. That's why I'm so excited to be playing on FanDuel. Never been for more fun or easy. The place to play. Even if you're not a fantasy expert, something for everybody. More ways to win than ever before, like their gridiron pick contest every week. Guess what? New users. $20 bonus when you make your first deposit on FanDuel. Come play with me at FanDuel.com. Slash BS. Also, thanks to Simply Safe. Goes on beyond what home security should be. It's intuitive design influences every step of securing your home, like installation. Simply safe ships right to your door, ready to go. Never stops. Built-in backups protects you through power failures, Wi-Fi outages, even baseball bats, all for just $14.99 a month. Order today. Free shipping and free returns. Risk-free 60-day trial. Simplysafe.com/slash BS. That is simply safe with two eyes simplysafecom slash BS. Oh, let's thank Starbucks Double Shot. Bold Starbucks coffee. That's what it starts with. Blended with milk for a smooth, creamy, delicious flavor. Enhanced with ginseng, guarana, and B vitamins. Gives you that little extra boost that I know I need every day around mid-afternoon, late-afternoon. Starbucks Double Shot. Energy to do things you actually do. Find it in your local convenience store. Thanks to nephew Kyle. Back with that Least Two BS podcast. And I'll tell you another thing. If Jimmy Butler gets traded on Monday, we'll put up an emergency pod right when that happens. We'll be ready. I'm watching you, Jimmy Butler. My prediction, I would rank it Heat number one, Clippers number two, Cavaliers number three. We'll see what happens. Back later in the week. Some really good guests this week too. So stay tuned for that. Talk to you later.